0: Hello, hello! Welcome to the Exploding Heads Horror Slashcast. I'm, I'm saying it in the intro tonight, even the horror movie part of me. See, boy, whew, if I was mood, we'd have to do this over. Wait, are we but a I'm horror a... movie
1: slash cast or just a horror slash cast?
0: No, we're a horror movie slash cast. Is that, does that sound right? That's tonight? fine. I mean, we are this year. I never said it in the intro, but I'm feeling re- really slashery tonight because of what we're talking about, and I'm excited about it. So, Oh, the I'm first cut is Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> a cut above the rest. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care, shit. <laughs> I don't care. Christian, do you have a new name? I heard you have a new name. you <laughs> given a new nickname because um, Christian Drome didn't work, so they gave you a new name. Is it true?
1: Isn't it Cronin Turd?
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> Cronin Turd. Or are we calling you
2: Cristiano Luciano hello. hello? <laughs> How do you even say it? It's hard to say.
1: <laughs> Luciano
0: L-O-L-O? See? I think mean, that's
2: Luciano, it.
1: Luciano <laughs> You got it. You got it.
0: Yeah, you got it. You got it, all right. Brandon, <laughs> what do I got for you? Um, I'll tell you what I got. Brandon has a new theme song. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. anyway all that for a fucking <laughs> breathe show breathe with me i thought it was slap my bitch up <laughs> no no it's breathe yeah. inhale inhale you're the victim come play game. exhale exhale
1: <laughs> i recommend that you listen to that at least five times before doing your next solo cast
0: <laughs>
2: i don't well just I like prescribe that to song, you i don't Any other song Christian recommends, I don't think Don
1: would appreciate that. (laughs) It was the first one. He was a non-Pantera fan. I didn't realize it would make him so angry. But some people hate Pantera. And he, you know, to be totally honest, Phil's a prick. I mean, he's a prick, but I I separate it from the music.
0: He may be a prick, but he's a great vocalist, man. Everybody bit off him. Like, he was the first guy that sounded that way. And then all of a sudden, 10 years later, I'm hearing all these new metal bands, and they all sounded like Phil. I was like, wow. But anyway. Dr. Phil? Yes, Dr. Dr. Phil.
1: <laughs> he is a good
2: lead vocalist. Yeah.
0: Dr. Phil or Phil Anselmo?
2: Dr. Phil. Phil Anselmo oh, doesn't
1: like Jews.
0: Oh, really? Is that what his problem is? Oh, well, he had a white Didn't power he a moment. Comment?
1: Yeah, he had a white power moment. But Jews yeah. are white.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a white
2: Jew, at least.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah shit. White Jew power, Phil.
0: Yeah, he's okay with you. He doesn't like Sammy Davis Jr. That was did you go,
1: did you just say he's okay with you? <laughs> he's okay with he's okay you.
0: With you. <laughs> he listens to this podcast actually for you know for Phil? his enjoyment. <laughs> for his <Yeah>. enjoyment. <laughs> I'm trying to cheer Brandon up. He's been very depressed lately. He told me about it, and I said, "Listen, you got to get over it. You have to fucking get over the fact that you didn't breathe on your show. It's okay. We, we're not going <laughs> to." We're not going to tease you about it anymore. It was a good show, Hidden Gems. Hidden Gems and and Hidden Breaths. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, listen. No shame in the game. Remember, it's positive day, but I want to ask Christian. We've been talking a little bit, you know, privately. I think you want to bring some shame to the game or you have something to bitch about or something. Is this true or no?
1: No, I get my back up. I'm one of these people that will get really pissed off and then two minutes later go, what the fuck was I mad about? Uh, I'm one of good, those. Good job. But I don't think, yeah. baited, you're not, you haven't been depressed, have you? I thought you just said you just haven't no. been able to get into movies recently.
2: I've not what? been watching any movies. I've been in, in a funk. I wouldn't say a, de- a depression, just in a funk. I thought I missed my medication for like a week. It turns out I missed it for like four months. So I'm kind of having trouble remembering the last four months.
0: <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wait, you've been great the last four months. Yeah. Wait a you minute. Stay
1: off the meds. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, don't change a thing, right? <laughs>
1: Who cares if you're growing tits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? I, sh- I should have told everybody. I Honestly, it's not that big a deal. People that listen to us on the regular don't care. They, they just accept the show for what it is. We roll in. We talk about what we want, you know? I should say that it's a big show tonight that we're excited, that we're talking about. Uh, this is the Savini Slasher special. You know, the triple S, and we're talking about <laughs> maniac. <laughs> Everything's got to be an, an abbreviation. A
1: triple something or <laughs> other.
0: <laughs> yeah, triple R, triple S's, right. Brandon's he got, got three ball. balls across his face tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope you're happy already, Brandon. I hope I you, am. you are good, see? He hasn't watched movies. When Brandon's <laughs> not watching movies, I take that as depression. I'm like, well, something's got to be – nobody watches more movies than – well, not nobody. Out of the three of us, he watches more movies than all of us. So when he is, is trailing, I'm like, well, something's wrong here. So I equate that with depression. So that's just my word. It doesn't – I'm not saying – No, I'm, s- I'm
2: snapping out of it. I'm starting to get going.
0: All you needed was a little time with us. Okay. Hey, you got a cliffhanger? Anybody? No? Okay. I felt
2: like I left. It. I felt like I had a cliffhanger or a show or two ago, and, and I can't what? remember what it was.
0: That's why I asked. I just have a note here that says cliffhanger. That's how professional, you know, I am. I, I just have notes, notes for we, every damn thing. We I definitely,
2: do. we definitely left a cliffhanger. Yes. But I can't. Re- I can't remember what it was.
0: Well, we are gonna revisit Devil's Candy at the very yes. end of the episode. We're going to have a little recap because Brandon's realized some things and there's a little more conversation we're going to have. Just a bit at the end. That's why we're saving it to the end because it's probably going to be a little spoiler. Yeah, so, oh, it's
2: definitely going to be spoiler and a re-rating, perhaps.
0: What?
2: Oh, we got one early tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Okay, you know what? i got to tell you guys something. I was right once again, and I feel like bragging. Remember way back when we somebody asked us a question about maybe not even way back when recently someone there was an email and they said something about um, what's a good horror television show that that hasn't been made that you think, you know, remember somebody asked us that they said, what would be a good television show based on a horror movie or something? Yes. Yes. And one of my answers has come true. The Purge is going to be a television show. Really? Yeah. Why? Come on. What do you mean, come on? Who know? I'm not saying it's going to be good or bad. I'm just happy it's being done because I... I have no desire to see it.
2: No desire to see it. And I love the Purge films. It works as a film. I don't want to see them drag out a series for five, six years. (laughs) Five, (laughs) six years? (laughs) Explain it in the fourth or fifth movie. Like, (laughs) how it started and then get to, like, how they're going to end it. And that's it.
0: Yeah, but think of it as, like, that show 24. How one season took, like, 24 hours. And The Purge is 24 hours, so why not? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's, it's a great idea. See? Hour one of The Purge? They don't have to call it that. I'm just saying it could be stretched out, you know, similar Wait, to that. Wait, The
2: Purge is only 12 hours, so they can do two two Purges in one season.
1: Let's face it. Shows nowadays, 12. it depends. It could be six shows. It could be right. eight. It could be 12. Who the fuck knows anymore? Exactly. I like the I'm idea. I'm not saying it's...
0: I do, I too. Know. Well, especially since I had it. So of course I like the idea. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, hey, Dave Z is right again. I'm, I'm on a roll. I was right about Friday the Thirteenth. I was right about this. I was right about the Devil's Candy. Brandon's gonna say something later. Say, hey, Dave, you were right. So I'm happy. You
2: we were right about one thing, but I still got a lot to pick with you. Ooh. Not, not mm-hmm. bad stuff. Just we, we were having a good back and forth, and I still have a lot of questions. But we'll get to it.
0: We'll get to it. Okay. I'll have nap right. time
1: during that point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If the audience isn't already napping as it is. Uh, Oh, check it out. I want to ask you guys a serious question. Well, I don't know how serious it is, but... (laughs) I've noticed a lot of people displaying stuff, like, on Facebook. Like, you know, people, like collectors and and such. And I've seen, like, three or four or five people put this up in random places. And they're all excited about this house box set. Now, am I missing something here? I've never heard anybody talk about these movies in a higher regard before and all, of a, all of a sudden, just cause somebody comes out with a box set, everybody's all loud and proud with these house movies. <laughs> well, <laughs> I,
2: can't, I can't be a hundred percent sure, but I believe on episode one when you were interviewing us and asking us about movies that got us into horror, I'm almost positive. I mentioned house. Oh, you house did. And Fright, you house House and Fright night are the two films. I credit same with moods, which isn't really that weird because we're both the same age. So you know, we started watching horror movies, you know, around the same time. So I credit—I love House. I actually grew up with House 2 as well. So I was excited to see that Arrow was putting out the two—the two box edition, the two set edition. I'm not going to buy the the four one. I never saw House three or four. Eventually, I'm sure I'll check well, them the out the horror but... show
1: was part three.
2: Yeah, the horror show. Yeah. I, n- I actually never seen oh, it. Oh, really? You guys, I, I actually don't need the four disc set. I'll go cheaper, half price, you know, thirty five bucks or whatever, and. Get the two disc set, but they put together nice editions. They have you know huge booklets, essays on it. Not that I ever read these things, but it's but they're nice. (laughs) JP would love that. JP's got JP. (laughs) JP comes with it. It's like I (laughs) need an essay.
3: (laughs) I want your disc.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they put together nice stuff. Arrow. So anytime Arrow announces stuff, it's usually with positive reviews. Even if it's a shit movie, they generally put out good stuff.
0: I just find it a little humorous, that's all, that everybody's all about it, like, they're, oh, I can't wait to get this, I just ordered this, and listen, hey, I'm not shitting on I'm good for them, I'm glad they're happy, I just, I'm just, it just, I'm curious about them I'm just like. It,
2: it did seem to come out of nowhere, and as somebody who's a house lover, I, you know, I didn't even go that nuts over it, I have the uh, house one and two on, on, like, double DVD or something, and uh, I'm not in a rush to upgrade it, I will at some point, but, like, I was like, oh, cool, nice, but. But then again, I'm not a huge poster.
1: Well, I mean, people get excited when the Puppet Master is going to be all boxed up or witchcraft. I mean, come the fuck on Ugh, my face. Right? <laughs> 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 Don't oh, mind if I
0: stop. do. <laughs> 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 so anyway, house. <laughs> house, everybody likes house. A lot of people like the first house part two it's like a 60 40 i I think some people like it some people don't the horror show the horror show most people do not like it and they insist on calling it house three and it's so fucking stupid oh i love i
1: like love the horror show i really enjoy the horror show it just shouldn't be called house three no it's yeah
0: ridiculous it was called house three overseas i understand that but now in the states it shouldn't be called house three but Because they made a House 4, which I've never heard one good word about, by the way. Never. Everyone I've talked to that's seen it, the few people... I'll be honest, I never even knew it was made until like two years ago when I started listening to podcasts and I heard some people talking about it. But I've never heard a good word about it. So I'm like, well... So you got House 1, which is is the best, obviously. 2, which is, you know, half and half. The third one, which I don't hear a lot of good about, I saw it when it first came out as the horror show at the theater. I saw it. I know what it is. But it's not look back fondly and, and part four which is for all intents and purposes a piece of shit from what i've heard <laughs> from what i've heard yeah and it's just i just find it funny it's just i've been noticing that the last couple days that everybody's pimping this this house box it i'm like really that's what you're gonna spend your money on be all excited. i mean by all means i just think it's i think collectors sometimes are just marks and they just want to buy something to say i have it and here you go and then they don't even care what's inside the freaking movie. You know, it think. is
2: it is as a collector, not as diehard as some of the people in amongst our groups or uh, or some of the other people I know. But it is sometimes tempting to buy stuff, and I got to remind myself, hey, you like that movie? You don't love it? You don't need to spend fifty dollars on an ultimate version of it. I did it with the I I really enjoy Creepshow Two, but I did it when they had that limited edition Creepshow Two when it first came out. I was like, oh, I'm gonna spend forty bucks and get it right away. Like, what are you doing? It's Creepshow Two. If it was Creepshow One right jump on it but it's, i had to remind myself that's creep show two in there
1: are these out loud conversations that you're having with yourself <laughs> <laughs> Probably. come on man that, that's creep show two it's not creep show one sir are you gonna buy the movie or not <laughs> Hold on. Uh, i gotta remind myself
2: <laughs> i t- converse with myself because i'd like to keep a better class of company than you two <laughs>
0: He is norman bates he's totally norman bates over there i'm telling what you what do you think i should do mother?
2: <laughs> i'll tell you well, what as as much of a joke as christian's making that's sometimes what it's like in my head when a movie comes out <laughs> how many times have i told you guys that oh i bought i just bought a bunch of movies and then i returned them like the minute i got them <laughs> i do that a
0: lot oh, it's 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 funny it... i'm a fucking nutcase whatever we we all are a
2: harmless fun nutcase though right right exactly
0: (laughs) and for people that enjoy the house box not a frank
2: Frank zito nutcase
0: (laughs) (laughs) not quite yet no uh, Savini
1: slasher special
0: yes (laughs) Savini slasher special let's get out of that i just think that i just thought that 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 house thing was funny and i'm not insulting anybody by saying they're marks i mean i'm a mark too for certain things i don't mean that in a very negative way so don't Jump on me and say, "Oh, he hates collectors." No, I'm a collector myself. Not as hardcore. I don't want the money, but I mean, I just find it weird sometimes. Just like that movie. What do you call it? Microwave Massacre. I think people justify spending forty dollars saying it's a good movie.
1: We're supposed to just it's guess what film. movie. you're t- It was just like that movie. And
2: I was Microwave like, Microwave Massacre. Yeah.
0: He said it right after. It's not like he gave us a long pause, like for us. I to- was doing it in. My- yes, I was <laughs> doing what Brandon did. I was figuring it out in my head, but did, but I couldn't say it yet. Certificate. You know? That's fine. <laughs> yes, I was pontificating the microwave massacre. Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, I'm All sorry. Right. Forgive so. me, please.
0: But anyway, let, let's let's go there's one thing I want to say before we get a break and go to our first movie. We had a vote and it was overwhelming about the franchises. Did you guys see that? I, I put it out there. Did you like my idea about the
2: Great you know, idea? wow i just just reminded you of it the other day because i was listening back to that show and i'm like that's a great idea and then you put the poll up and it was it's almost a shutout
0: it was like uh, over a hundred to like single digits it was not even
2: close. yeah and moods was one of the single digits and he was fucking around
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i I don't think he understood the question honestly
2: oh i think he did i think he was just i think he was just messing with us saying cover the whole entire franchise (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well the reason we're not is because this is the everyone does the whole entire franchise we're doing it like no again we're being innovative that's what we do here at Exploding Heads we're doing our thing no one's done it that way before so guess what
1: I wonder if he's so still going to be laughing when uh, this episode when we're not even going to talk about anything still kicks episode 100 of 22 Shots out of the water
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding I'm
0: kidding <laughs> of course it better Ish. blow us up. Based upon what we've done on this show so far, it better blow us out of the <laughs> water. Let's, let's get on with it. I'm going to do a, a five-podcast shout-out again because that's what I've been doing because I, I love to do that to, for the community. That will we'll take Christian, our...
2: look, he's, he's only blowing five podcasts. <laughs> five
0: God. a week. And not five every a week. It's <laughs> all my throat can handle.
1: Hey.
2: <laughs> what are you Blowing little boys? What the hell is that? Why is your mouth so closed?
1: I was trying to get that sound effect.
2: Sounds like a baby
0: Clydesdale. <laughs> it's something he's blowing a baby Clydesdale. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, five podcasts. Check them out. And if you go and you never listened to him before and you like him, tell them that we sent you. So uh, I'm going to name five. Girls Will Be Ghouls, The Podcast Under the Stairs, The Girls in the Back Row, The Hero Hero Ghost Show, and The New Flesh. Boom. Check them out. Every I'm almost, show I'm almost
2: positive he's shouted out three of these shows like on like 12 different shows before.
0: Hey, I'm... Uh, it's a bad show.
2: thing, but I'm pretty I'm, sure someone's a repeat
0: from last episode. No, they're not from last episode. No, no. I have notes here to make sure I didn't repeat myself. <laughs> Check me
1: out on the ABCs of Hidden Horror.
0: Oh, thanks. There you go. I did it for three,
1: me? Three years
2: later on Letter
1: L.
0: <laughs> hey, people are busy. What can I say? Yeah, I t- are they at Zed yet? Yeah. Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> Eventually. Oh you wait, can Z. Come Z for you guys. <laughs> well, you can come on just because Zed. you're Canadian and we want to hear somebody say Zed yeah. on the show. They're gonna be like, Zed, what the hell? What what alphabet is he using? <laughs> Yeah, it's like one of those per- I'm one of those people that try to join the group base. I'll but tell you I'll friends. tell you a quick
1: story. Very quick. We were doing uh, so in the industry that I'm in, we were doing a big show thing up in Canada and an American rep came up, and of course the the, the actual line of product was called the Z series. But in the States it's called the Z series. So they came oh, okay. up and whatever and we're we're conversing and whatnot and uh we said well you just so you know here try to I, everybody's know is going to know what you're going to what you're going to say if you say z you say z but really it's pronounced z series z series z series his face goes white he looks and says guys what am i going to do with all these z series brochures
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we're like oh my god and that sums up Americans. the relationship yeah american <laughs> <laughs> That's funny shit.
0: Why well, I, I can't even I can't even criticize the whole Z thing because of the what you just said. I mean,
2: <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Zed.
1: <laughs> Anyone upset? It beautiful. beautiful, beautiful. New new nickname.
2: Dave Zed. <laughs> Cronin turned. Don't breathe. And Dave Zed.
1: It's a brand new show. Wow. that was awesome that's your best joke you honestly should just turn off the mic uh, <laughs> it now.
2: i'll see you guys after the show have a great show
0: <laughs> <laughs> one more thing before break we have 45 written reviews on itunes i asked for five more by showtime. i didn't get them but everyone listening five more will have a big giveaway so just five more nationwide or not even worldwide get them in there that's it itunes do it, man. Do it. I got shit to give away and it's just sitting here. So, so yeah, we're gonna take our first break. We're gonna come back with our first movie of three. Big show tonight. We're doing it alpha, not alphabetically. We're doing it chronologically. <laughs> Numerically. No, we're not going from A to Z. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> wait,
2: wait, it's M before B or after B?
0: Uh, we're doing chronological. Um, Maniac came out first, and that's gonna be our first review. So.
2: All right, the first review of the night, Maniac, 1980, directed by William Lustig. A psychopath troubled by his childhood abuse, loose in New York City, kills young women and takes their scalps as his trophies. Will he find the perfect woman in a photographer and end his killing spree? No. Courtesy of the B. Yeah, no. Ah, shit. Spoiler. (laughs) I thought you were asking me a (laughs) question.
0: They're, they're all spoilers tonight. Yeah, we should sit together. I, I yeah. think people that listen to us know that when we do this these movie
2: came out 37 years ago, and even Dave Z has seen it. Damn straight, <laughs> I've seen it.
0: It's a classic. Of course, I've seen it. It
1: is
2: a classic. You Can know, I say um, one thing?
0: Yeah, let's
1: hear it. Is this a slasher movie? Because when I watch this... it this time, this time, I always consider it a slasher movie. I'm watching it this time, I'm like. This isn't a slasher movie. I would put this well, like with Henry,
0: the portrait of a serial killer style. I think it's exactly, more like. Exactly. Exactly. But still a slasher. Okay. It, it, yeah. This is one of those rare ones that I still will count as a slasher where, cause I don't know where else to put it. If it's not a slasher. I
2: was thinking Henry the whole time watching. It, I'm like, wow, this, <sighs> is, this is, this feels so much like Henry. Such a good character study.
1: In my breakdown, on my in my sort my digital library, I have like a, Mad Men and Serial Killer and Slasher. I've got them separated. I do have Maniac in Slasher, so obviously it's there for a reason. But I've separated like Henry the Portrait of a Serial Killer. I don't consider it a slasher. I have that in Mad Men, Serial no, Killer. I agree. Mad
0: so, Men, I think, is a slasher though, and I'll tell you why. This is no, basically like.
1: Sorry, like, I meant I call them. I call them not Mad Men the movie. Mad Men. And serial killers—the oh. title of my—is the folder title and slasher. Sorry, no, Madman. That, yeah, that makes sense. yeah. You got it now.
0: Dude, I got, got it. it. I got it. Madman is basically like Jason Voorhees, except he's a little smarter and he's in the city. Madman. No, he's in, he's in the woods too. Oh, you're yeah, talking I maniac. Man. I yeah. meant maniac. Oh, now you're throwing oh, me off. Dude. Yeah.
1: Jesus, the, the...
2: maniac. Ma- maniac. You talking about maniac Mars?
1: Yeah. Maniac <laughs> cop. You said William Lustig, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, Maniac Zito. No, um, basically, <laughs> Maniac, he's got mommy issues. He's killing it. It's a lot like like Jason in a way. So he's, he's picking off these women. He, he, he worships his dead mother. And um, that's what I'm saying. It's like a city a, boy Jason. What a
2: great performance, though. Really. Like, he. it's it's not Joe Spinell <laughs> playing a maniac. Like, I believe, like, watching it, like, this guy's an actual maniac. It's creepy. I feel like I'm watching. Yeah, he's... Genuinely right. creepy. does a great job. The feeling the of this
1: movie, the feeling of yeah. this movie, is so unsettling. It's dirty. It's gritty. You feel like you're in New York at the right at that. I guess the turn of the decade or whatever like that, like seventy nine eighty. It just you just feel it. it. It just they really capture that. Audiences, I know. I posted something to our uh, our group page maybe a month or two ago uh, about reactions to *Scene Maniac*, and it was all negative because it was trying to pushed the agenda at the time, which was that it was just misogynist trash. And I think for the longest Um, time, it was just considered misogynist trash. But there's more to it than that.
2: Yeah, because it's grounded in a much deeper issue. Obviously, that Dave's mentioned, you know, this childhood trauma with his mother. But yeah, it's a lot deeper because I remember I was watching it again and I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking this isn't as trashy, as exploitative, as grindhouse as I remember it feeling years and years ago when I was watching it. It felt it felt much more like a real character study. Like I was I genuinely felt bad for this character.
1: And to to Dave's point oh. as well, Mrs. Voorhees makes a cameo, so to speak.
2: Yes.
0: Ah, you're yes, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing that they yeah. did
1: that? Okay. We all did we all did our research.
2: I guess we're all uh we're, all we're jumping, the, we're jumping the gun, but what a scene anyway.
0: It was great. I well, well, uh, should we wait till the end for that. This is just a teaser. We're just tickling right.
1: everybody's penis. Uh, whatever. I don't know what I'm
0: talking about. Ask for the feather. Yes. <laughs> I'm tickling Better. Penis. Yeah. That's uh, what I meant. Right.
2: I've been paying attention to music and scores lately because you guys always seem to bring them up a yeah. lot more. And I noticed in two of the movies tonight, and this one being one of them, that, wow, the music was phenomenal.
0: I think all yeah. three of these movies have, have have great scores, but this one is is and they're and they're all different,
2: very. Different. They're all different, but the only only two of them to me stood out. One of them I was like, and, and I don't know, it didn't really feel like like it made a difference, but okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, but this one I thought it was awesome.
0: Do you guys know that this was supposed to be Goblin? Actually, not just that. Do you guys know that?
2: Argento.
0: Correct, because Daria Nicolodi was supposed to be the, be the the lead actress, the one that Carol Monroe ended up playing. Yeah. So by having Daria come in there...
2: And Argento was, was also, supposed to co-produce it, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. and Goblin was going to do the freaking score. And really? Then, that
1: would have been cool.
0: Imagine that, yeah. And then, well, this is the next best thing, because this is a great score. Uh, the lighting was sometimes similar to, like, Argeno and Bava type stuff. But, yeah, wouldn't that have been something... They didn't end up doing it because... They were filming Inferno, and um, they filmed it in Italy. It, there was some type of schedule conflict where she was, was
2: she was filming uh, scenes for Inferno.
0: Yeah, wow. Well, oh. I had. Oh, you uh... did say
2: Inferno. Okay, I thought I didn't know. That's you. okay. Sorry, my bad.
0: <laughs> We've all been doing it. Okay. <laughs> the laser
1: disc uh, of this, I remember watching a video. And the video, of course, it almost like feels like you need to see this on VHS or something like that because it just feels like that's the time frame when the movie came out and was greedy. But I remember getting the laser disc and being blown away by the transfer and, of course, the special features because I had no clue. I don't remember ever reading about Fangori, and Maybe I just missed it that there was a sequel that was already being made and and they've shot some footage and he died before it could ever be uh finalized or 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 even totally made i think it was more almost like a teaser to get people interested in doing a sequel there was a special name for it i can't remember the name for it now do you guys remember
0: i know i it was called maniac Two. the something there was a title and i remember i think he was like in a circus or something he was like i don't know It was something
1: something weird.
2: He he washed the elephants like Christian?
1: (laughs) Better watch your step boys.
0: (laughs) Well, the videotape, strangely enough, at the end of the the movie, you know, because this was before DVD. At the end of the videotape, they would have all these commercials. Maniac. Banned in forty-six countries, and they had him over and over. And we—I remember my friends and I watching and laughing at it because they kept doing the same thing over and over again. And then at the end of all those little small trailers, and radio spots and shit, they, they showed that scene, and he was like sitting in like a dressing room, and he was sitting there, and someone was talking to him. They said this was supposed to be Maniac too. and then, but I remember seeing. But it must be the same thing you saw on the laser disc,
1: Mister Robbie. So I wasn't actually too far off. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Robbie, wow. Why Mr. Robbie? I don't know, Quite but it's, it's Robbie. I want it's got to be on YouTube, and it's funny that I that out of all the research I did, I never actually watched or searched for that again. But I remember seeing it, and it was uh, it was just it was more like a promotional, almost like just to get people interested in trying to make the movie, and it never saw the light of day.
2: Well, how long after
0: this did he die? Shortly,
1: right? Eighty? No, I think it was eighty six. No. Oh, it was ah, oh, so it
2: wasn't.
0: Yeah, it was later, because he okay. was in. He was in. Uh, I want to say Rocky one, two, and three. So he was still kicking it. He was still hanging around for these movies. I I don't think a, a sequel would have made any sense, especially at the end of this movie. It 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 it, it would have cheapened this movie. I think
2: it definitely would have. Yeah. you know, especially with the end scene. There yeah. would there's you know specific things going on that like you wouldn't have been able to justify a sequel with with some of the things going on at the end.
0: No, no, not at all. Hey, what do you guys think about the ultimate? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, Bra-
1: love it. I think Brandon needs it. <laughs> it. might be a little higher price now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little a little more
2: than a hundred. Yeah, I'll tell you is, what is is the ultimate when you get to choke them to death. Is that, <laughs> isn't that what? <laughs> I assume that's what it was because he didn't really get in trouble for that. (sighs) You know, something as as much. You know what? This film is kind of misogynistic because it is very mean spirited towards women. But Frank's character, Joe Spinell's character, Frank, shows remorse
1: constantly throughout this film. He doesn't want to be. You could tell he is sick. That's his character. So that's yes. I mean I mean that's his character. So the misogyny comes from his character. I don't think from the way the movie's presented. Exactly. I mean, yeah. His
2: character is misogynistic because of his childhood abuses. So to say the film is misogynistic in a way, I guess it is but I know the filmmaker's yeah. intention wasn't to be like
1: mean spirited towards women. We hate women, but the character is. Well, there's arguments it, that they were trying to do that. That they're saying, I, hey, this yeah. is what sells. Uh, we just want to get these women naked and dead. They want to Man, get maybe. dead. They
2: did, they did use, you know what, some adult actresses for uh, yeah. for some of these women, for some of the smaller parts. And uh, well, I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's still a good movie, though.
0: I'll tell you, the women in this movie, and uh, you wouldn't think so. You would think that the Burning or the Prowler, they're they're more typical type slashers. I think that the women in this movie are the best looking women across the board for all three movies. I don't, I think they're all very attractive except maybe the one hooker in the beginning that was telling the girl that he goes with, I think is very pretty. Although I don't know why she's dressed like a gymnast, but
1: whatever. <laughs> I'm a burning fan myself, but I can see what you're saying about this movie.
0: There's not, well. I'm telling you, there's not, there's not a, a bad one in the bunch. They're all very attractive women, except for like I said, the, the one hooker, but I think all, cause you know, Carol Monroe is beautiful and the girl she's, uh, you know, photographing later, uh, there's like three of them. They're all really pretty. The 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 girl in the beginning, like I said, the hooker. The, I think they're all very pretty in this movie. It's just it is I I I wouldn't have thought that. I, granted, I've seen the movie enough times. I the just,
2: guy on the beach at the beginning? He had a nice mouth. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> he and was guys
0: wearing, got killed.
1: He was wearing well, he did, and he was wearing the Mrs. Voorhees sweater too. Because that's where that's where <laughs> it comes from. Everybody's wearing the goddamn Mrs. Voorhees sweater. I do admit Two things. First off, so people don't keep yelling at the podcast, uh, he passed away. Joe Spinello passed away January 13th, 1989 at the age of 52. So it was 89. 89. Yeah. I thought it was 86. I guess I'm just dyslexic and I got the six and nine mixed up. (laughs) On top of that, every time I watch this movie, still to this day, that opening slit neck, the girl getting her slit neck has always bothered me. I thought it was really cheaply done... I think they just did it fast. It just looks like the blood's coming right from the dripping off the knife. I mean, I know what it was, the tube on the knife. Like, we know how it's been done. Uh, But it just never I, – I just never thought it looked good.
2: Yeah, the – yeah, I mean, that's a big issue is, you know, that first kill is a
1: little shoddy. But the setup is great. She screams, though. It's a right out yeah. of a Friday 13th. Like, she screams like – crazy and then the guy's still walking back like doo, 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 doo. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's true I never thought about that <laughs> that's true and when the guy gets killed it's cool you know when he's pulling yeah. and holding him up actually yeah. they're all good kills and again if you want to talk about misogyny two guys get killed and one guy Tom Savini himself the exploding head uh, oh. is probably Wah! the best kill yeah. <laughs> it's the best kill in the movie I mean so he kills men, too. But, I mean, come on. Serial killers usually have an M.O. and they usually target a certain, you know, they have a type. So it happens all the time. How many times do you see serial killers that have killed 13 women? Or, you know, a bunch of prostitutes in a row. It happens all the time. So if anything, I think it's, it's realistic. If a guy is a serial killer and he's sick, like he is in this movie, that's, of course he's killing women. Yeah, the most
2: unrealistic thing is that he killed the two men, even though one of them is arguably one of the greatest kills in horror films. Period.
1: Oh, the second, the second best uh, exploding head in my opinion, but beautiful of all time. It's it's so amazing of all time. Yeah, I think the first one I still give the scanners, and the second one I give the maniac.
2: I was gonna say, can you imagine if they were able to to show the scene when he when he shoots the woman after? Like a double exploding head? They probably, I guess. I, I'm thinking they didn't have the budget to do that.
1: And there you go. You see the guy get it in full glory. And you just see the flash of the gun for the woman. Now, the problem at the time was, they said that the guys get it quickly. And the women are made to suffer. Because she has to endure. Oh my God, where is he? Oh my God, where is he? Oh my God, there he is. Oh my God, I'm going to get it. And she's screaming and in, in dire stra- stra- straits for a while longer. But that's... A horror film and I mean I,
2: I don't and that's and that's his motive is to make women suffer he's not really after men he no, kills them almost to get to the women that's why the first kill almost would have made more sense if he had killed the guy first yeah. based Reverse on to. what you learn about the character and everything
0: oh right
1: and it would have worked fine because yeah. he's out getting the wood or whatever and he could easily yeah. get killed and then yeah, and he, he goes walking
2: back with the wood and then yeah. snuck up to the girl and did his business gave her the ultimate
0: <laughs> came for the ultimate oh man well i i i really love this movie this is the only one i i don't have it on blu-ray uh, i have the others on blu-ray and I, I had this on dvd but my dvds aren't in storage right now so i had to watch it on youtube and it was the best thing but you know i've seen it many times but i just you know it, it is what it is but i've always loved this movie it's funny because i was looking up the blu-ray and uh, actually, I'll say I'll say that t- for the end because I came across a one-star review, and it got me on the started on this little one-star review of Maniac. I got it. Well, listen, I was looking for the Blu-ray to see how much it was and if I can get it in time and everything else, and I, I and I saw a one-star review because I was on Amazon. So then it, I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole and I started looking at one-star reviews for all three of these movies. <laughs> so I, I wow. took I took one for each, and I'm going to read them but not right now. I just. Yeah, yeah, you, I, I you
2: was, were fifteen windows deep into the porn. We have to bring you back. <laughs> it's like insidious.
0: <laughs> yeah, got to guide you
2: back. <laughs> oh
0: shit! Yeah, well, I really want to buy this Blu-ray, and uh, yeah, I, I me hope.
2: too. The DVD. Yeah. I mean, it looks fine. I wish it had subtitles. I was actually able to find a copy online that had subtitles, because, like I said, it's sometimes it's hard for me to hear, especially when uh, when Frank's having the dialogue with
0: himself. Oh, and that shit's brilliant. I love it. It really love
2: is. It's some self. of the best scenes, some of the best scenes. I mean, to be honest, it's pretty much him throughout this whole film. You know, I yeah. didn't even realize how long it is before Caroline Monroe comes into it. It's mm-hmm. it's almost it's almost like an hour into it, 45 minutes into it before she even appears. And then, you know, it's not a long movie. So Oh no,
0: not at all. You guys really think that he's an artist or do you think he was bullshitner? I, I, I think he, like thought he, thought
2: thought he thought he was, he was, was an, an artist. artist. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. With the scalps and everything, the way like he he yeah. made
1: art with the mannequins in the and how how creepy is that? And it, just the scene where he's actually hammering the little thumbtack <laughs> into it, it, putting the scalp on. It, it's like it's just so creepily done. It's so unsettling. Like the, every time he's in this room with those things, and how nonchalant he is when he's coming back from with a, a body, and he passes that girl. And she's like he's and she's like hey how are you he's like hey how are you uh, oh, christmas, christmas shopping, shopping? yeah <laughs> and then and and he goes and then he goes oh, into yeah. his little into his little hell hole and you're just like oh man how creepy that that's what makes it so unsettling it's just just cuz you know that it can exist is why yeah,
2: I- wouldn't you question what that was i would have been i mean even though it was just a mannequin wouldn't you've been freaked out like what's this guy doing with a mannequin body yeah.
0: <gasps> well Maybe it's a Christmas tree, a plastic Christmas tree, because it's Christmas time and it's it's in a big bag. You never know. I'm, they Jewish.
2: Start- I'm Jewish.
0: I'm <laughs> Jewish. Okay, it's um. That thought never crossed my mind, being Jewish. Maybe it's um. What's the, what's
2: that thing called? A Hanukkah oh, bush. Yeah, a menorah. Big. A Hanukkah. My, bush? my Hanukkah bush is
1: huge. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna nitpick and on and a few big. things, before oh, I can nitpick a few things too. You're
2: gonna Um. Nip-
0: right. There's only oh. one thing I can nitpick on.
1: The scene of dialogue at the dinner scene for me, and or before it, it it's it's really it's really Bush League. I actually was don't like the writing in there Carolyn? at all. Yeah. I find it very I weak. I do
2: not think so at all. Yeah. It seemed normal to me. It really? seemed very normal.
1: Yeah, no, I don't like... And I'm going to be the minority here. But I, I don't know. It just did not seem well thought out.
2: <laughs> I thought it was kind of showing that he has this, like, genuine, can blend into society type of side to him. Like, he's really a sociopath. Like, he's really almost charming in a way. Right. And even yeah. when she's sort of kind of rejecting them, you know, I, I might not be able to do it tomorrow. He's like, oh, that's too bad, you know? And you know, oh, are you upset? Yeah. I'm disappointed or whatever he says, you know, whatever the exact lines are, but
1: yeah, well, that's it. And there, mm-hmm. I can't remember. I wish I wrote them down, but they're just some lines that I, I think it's just a handful of lines that I'm like, Oh yeah. my God, this is Bush league writing. But, but other than that, I love the movie. It's just, yeah. it, it, it literally was a handful of lines before people are like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm not shitting on the movie. It was just watching it this time. And tr- for critique purposes of the film, I was just like, wow, this is really written poorly. <laughs> that yeah, I'm, scene. I was a, I would
2: be a little nitpicky but, about who? um the fact that Anna is kind of nonchalant about the fact that Frank found her simply by going up to her bag and, looking at her name on her bag because he contacts her it's like i saw you taking my picture in the park and then they meet up and hit it off you know don't you aren't you skeptical of something like that like how'd this guy find out it was me but i can even look past that but the kill when he kills one of the models when he kills i think her name's rita when he returns the necklace to her i understand that she was trying to, to to almost like play along and be calm but it almost mm-hmm. looked like she was drawing pleasure from like being tied up. Some of her facial mannerisms and stuff. I was. It almost looked like she was like, like into it.
0: I was just, like, <laughs> really?
2: Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I wish
1: I, I wish people I was, could see this because you you almost did the faces what yeah, into like... it would be. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the face I'm making is nothing like the face she was making. <laughs> I
0: hope not. Maybe she was trying to. Fool him by making. Those
2: yeah, pieces. it seemed that way. Just I don't know. I don't know. I know they used adult actresses, which I don't know who the adult actresses were. I don't know if she was one of them.
0: I don't know. She's hot though. I can tell. You, I like her. I like her. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the
2: the special effects are amazing in the film though.
0: Oh, wow! Are they? Wow. Some <laughs> of the best mm-hmm.
1: acting though too is the girls. Like They're, the one, the acting. one that gets chased. The in, nurse. Yeah. She. Oh, her. to. her fear, is like you're right there with her. You're right there with her in the stall. It was so well done, and it just—it's just you—you want her to escape. You actually are hoping that she'll escape, but you know she's not going to escape. But you want her to.
2: Thought she was going to this time. (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely did. I was like, okay, just don't go wash your face. Just (laughs) run. Please, nope, camera, to go camera
1: don't pan down with her. Stay with the mirror. <laughs> Stay with the mirror. <laughs> oh.
0: That's a great sequence. That's the best. Yeah, that's, that's... I love that part of the movie. It's...
2: Yeah, that's that's one of the strongest parts of the movie. A lot of tension.
0: For sure. Now, I said I had two complaints. These are real nitpicky. These are editing things. Did you guys notice that when... Oh, the train. Yes, the people on the other side yes, are sure. there. Yes, so... Tons of the people. Train back to the platform. There's like a million yeah. people. Yeah. There's right, yeah. And I thought,
2: yeah. There were like 15 people. That's a yeah. big nitpick.
0: Yeah. It is. It's, it's that and the very end, which somebody might say this is nothing to nitpick on, but these guys walk in and they see him on the bed and the they police. see blood. The they room. don't check his pulse. Yes. They just assume he's dead. And then they go yes. out and shut
1: the door. Like,
0: right. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, well, that was he... the other
0: thing. That's what
2: I was gonna say. A sequel would have been unjustified because you're assuming that these police didn't leave, even though it looks like they're just leaving, like they're never coming back.
0: I mean, it's all in his head. We get that amazing thing at the end. You're either gonna believe that he got ripped apart, or you're gonna believe that he didn't, and his eye opens at the end. So I guess it's open to interpretation because of that. But I like to believe that he's dead. It's just, it's just better that way.
1: Well, the ripping apart was all in his mind. Uh, yeah, but it, it, but it looks like he physically stabbed himself, but then didn't succumb to his his wound and was alive at the end. Yeah,
2: yeah he's not walking out of there with a sword in his belly and going to be Mister Robbie in part two. No, that's why part two wouldn't have worked unless they. I don't know what they would have done, but
0: no. Mister yeah, Roboto in fact, <laughs> <laughs> That's why it should have been a robot version Rigato. of it. Yeah. <laughs> mr robbie <laughs> that's freaking
2: Isn't great you know, robbie
0: i'll tell you there's some real good shots in here there's that one pov when the girl's in the bathtub and did you guys think that she was gonna play with herself don't don't <laughs> make me feel like i'm a pervert the what did you when rita gets in that tub she keeps putting up her one leg and like putting her hand down a little and the way she's moving and wiggling around didn't you guys think she was gonna start oh, flipping her beam? pervert.
2: Dave, to be 100% honest, that thought absolutely never crossed my mind watching it. <laughs> okay, it really didn't. It really didn't. Listeners, did, back me up. Me neither. <laughs> it really didn't. I would tell you if it
0: did. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I promise I'm not the only one. The way she's moving around, you expect it to
1: happen. I BC is going to side with you. That's it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: and, the, and the rest of the Z Nation or the Z Nation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: World War Z. <laughs> The, the exploding Zeds.
2: <laughs> oh, another little nitpick: the cemetery scene. What about it? A little it. too heavy with the smoke machines. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally, like you can almost practically see them. Like it's okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, I like it. It looks awesome, but and she like hits him with ridiculous. a shovel, and his arm, half his arm, gets like severed. It looks. But I do, I do, love when Mom pops out of the grave. Still, still makes me jump. <sighs> oh, oh God, when you yeah,
0: it's great. And you can tell it's Savini. It looks like the thing does in deranged and it looks like the uh nubbins does in uh Texas chainsaw too. That's what it reminds me yeah. I see it. Yeah, totally. It's it's straight up Savini, you know. Which not I mean,
1: fuck. So the yeah, uh, the the effects are almost flawless with the exception of I said that clumsy first slit neck. That's the one that I just I just can't get over. But other than that, everything else is flawless and just beautifully done. And it is some of the goriest kills you'll see that still hold up to today standards because yeah. today now it just goes overboard. Like we, the saws just have you bleeding link blood that you don't even, well, you'd be out. You'd exactly. be out of blood. It's, so- either, it's either
2: overkill or it's just bad CGI or there's no blood at all. This triple feature is the template for how all gore should be in horror films. Wow. As, as far as I'm concerned, at least in slasher films, anyway.
0: Right, right, yeah, slasher, sure.
2: You know that this is this is this was the perfect amount of blood of showing it. You know, not overkill, not underkill. Oh, at the yeah. time,
1: at the time, I think it was considered overkill. I oh think it, yeah. It blew, it, I think it was just yeah. ahead of its time. Like people were like, "Whoa!" I think I even remember reading Gene Siskel walked out. I know they hated yeah. it. Did it. I, I read yeah. that too.
0: I guess when he walked out after Savini's head explosion? Yeah. yeah, that's when he walked out that early in the film and talked yeah. all kinds of shit. You barely see anything up to that point. You yeah, know, you don't even get to, you don't even know the character yet. He
2: He's... said that level of violence couldn't couldn't be uh, redeemed with any any type of story after that.
1: <laughs> what a
0: critic! Uh, you know the Maniac song? Did you guys know? Okay, listen to this shit. You know that you know that that Maniac song from uh, Flashdance. Oh he's yeah. a maniac. Maniac. Do you know the story about that? That it was written because of this? It had a different it had different lyrics and everything? What? Did really? You is this a joke? Oh no, no, this is no Oh joke. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 oh, The guy that wrote I, I the song. The guy that wrote the song, what the is, what's his name? Uh Bella. Give me a second. Bella. S- well that's
1: Maneater. That? Nothing. <laughs>
0: Man, either, yeah, hollow notes. Hey, stop listen. talking
2: about yourself, Christian.
0: <laughs> there are two versions. <laughs> there are two versions of the story of how Maniac was heard by this guy by the name of Phil Ramone. He's the music supervisor for the then upcoming dance film, Flashdance. And he asked Sam Bello and his writing partner Mikowski to send in some demos for possible inclusion of the film. So now what happened was. These guys, Sambello and and his buddy, saw the movie together, Maniac, and they, after seeing it, he wrote a song for it. And the original lyrics were, He's a maniac, maniac, that's for sure. He will kill your cat and nail him to the door. <laughs> I shit you not. He wrote the song for this movie after seeing it. And because he's a songwriter, he made a demo for it. And this appeared on, along with some other songs on a cassette. And this guy's wife sent it to this guy, uh, Ramon, to freaking to listen for Flashdance and heard this song with those lyrics in it and said, that's the song. Of course, you have to change the lyrics for this movie. And Maniac was born in the song.
2: Wow. wow. Interesting. I, isn't that's, that crazy? That is Considering there were that's no crazy. cats killed in the film
0: whatsoever. I know! <laughs> or, or nailed to a
1: door. Right. Or nailed to a door. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, but that would apparently... have been a good scene
1: if he just
2: nailed a bunch of cats. <laughs> <in the door>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Let me let me read that one star. We got. It. Let me read the one star review. Give it to us because straight Charlie. They're, they're all funny. Yeah, I'll give it to. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, this one star um...
2: I believe is from Terror Threads. <laughs>
1: Speaking of which, is that the shirt you're wearing there? Where'd you get that shirt? Uh, uh? Your shirt, Dave?
0: Where'd you buy that from? No, this is not. This is the what do you call it? This is a um, fright rag. I'm it's representing. Fr- Come on, yeah. it's a you fright got, rag. You got, you got the rag part right. It's a graveyard uh, Texas chainsaw. You can't even yeah, get that's, it. That that's part. a rag, all right. <laughs> 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 all right, so here we go. Verified purchase from Delta One. One star. Maybe this movie was scary in the '80s. All right. I love horror movies, and the title of this film kept coming up as something that should not be missed or something that brings out primal terror in most people. After watching some of today's horror films, this movie just lacks in comparison. I'm sorry, but this DVD just could not hold my attention. (laughs) I really wanted to send it back after the first few minutes. (laughs) I have seen worse, so I can't say it's one of the worst movies ever made, and I'm reading it as he wrote, one of the worst movies ever made, but it just reeks of 80s cult classics. What? Now, why is that an insult? I don't know, but that's what it says. I don't like it it because
1: it's a cult classic. (laughs) It's
2: an 80s cult classic. The best decade of cult classics. One of the best decades of cult
0: classics. Well, in his defense, in parentheses after that, he says, now don't get me wrong, there are lots of cult classics that I like and own. So, whatever. Maniac just isn't one of them. This film has enough cheese to make anyone lactose intolerant. Not to mention, uh, all the blood shots look like bright red Halloween paint. Fucking wrong. It reminds me of the kind of movies they used to show at All night Horror Features where you could pay $1 to get in. In all fairness, I can see this being a nostalgic hit with some people. But if you're seeing it for the first time through fresh eyes, it just comes off as boring. Now, a movie that really did bring out Primal Fear in me was a movie called Chained by Jennifer Lynch. This is the movie that I think Maniac wanted to be. I don't even know what that is. Chained. (laughs) Anybody? What's it called? Chained
1: by Jennifer Lynch. I've heard of it, but I've not seen it.
2: Yeah, me too. I don't think I've seen it.
1: Uh, I I don't know. I Um, Cheddar. Cheesy. Just, that's, well, that uh, there is dialogue, but it sounds like he didn't even get through to that part. Uh, that dialogue is a little cheesy in the part I'm talking about, but only certain lines. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, but you're there's no way
1: about, he's talking about that. Yeah. He's just... I, and the movie's not scary in the sense of like pop-out scares boo-hoo. It's sheer terror that this guy ex- can exist in society, and you could be living right next door to him. Uh, and that's the, where the fear comes from. And stems from, in yeah. my opinion, I mean that's just and that's real, you know. It's not Jason in the woods. This is a guy in the city, uh, and and that's what uh, is real. Yeah, about this it. is
2: a real human being. This isn't a boogeyman.
1: So the guy's wrong, and the and the blood does not look good. He must have been watching Martin <laughs> for the blood. That orgy, <laughs> that, that orgy blood. Not
0: that Martin, because
1: <laughs> this did not look like paint, in my opinion, but.
0: No, it looked damn good, actually. All the effects for the it most It real. They actually movies. killed all these women. That's what they thought about the Prowler, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. You saw that, too? That that guy said that to him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's funny shit. So, yeah, uh, you know, I guess we should rate it, huh? Because we can just keep talking about these movies if we don't cut them off. Yes. I'll tell you what. It, it, it's it's one of the best shot slashers period I think I think it's no one talks about that but it's 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 very well shot with some some real good scenes the score is great the mannequins at the end actually scare me with the way they show them and I, I not many things scare me so when I do say and I do see it I have to you know bring it to the attention of, of whoever's listening because it doesn't happen much but I think it's a great movie. I love this movie. It's one of my straight up favorite slashers. Savini is fantastic. Uh, Spinell is freaking awesome. I love the movie, and I'm I'm gonna give it nine out of ten. Nice. I, I don't know why. I I guess
1: if anything, I've always really enjoyed this. I always thought the gore was phenomenal. So as like a younger kid, I was just blown away by the gore. No pun intended. And. And it almost overshadowed everything else. And then I became to appreciate what else was happening in the story. I've always loved it. A cheesy dialogue aside in, in the certain sequences. Uh, I don't know why I can't give it a perfect score. Maybe because of that and, 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 and certain things. But i break right there with you. Nine out of ten.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: I feel the exact same way. The You know, the Gorse phenomenon. I definitely appreciate the story of Frank. The psychological side of the story more now. You know, that that's really my favorite subgenre of horror is the psychological horror. And this was much more a psychological horror to me this time than a slasher because I'd seen it so many times as a slasher. And I'm right there with you. You know, I was, I was hovering at eight and a half, but I was having a lot of fun talking about it. I'm going to give it a nine out of 10.
0: Nice. All right. Um, Not quite
1: hall of fame, but right there. Uh Almost there.
0: Yep. It's still a full head
1: explosion, a full head. Savini Savini head explosion. (laughs)
0: Boom. Now back to the head explosion. I think this looks great because they give you a chance to look at the aftermath of it. And they put it in slow-mo. Oh, God. You know, yeah. When you're comparing it to the blow-up in the Prowler, I think the blow-up itself in the Prowler looks better. But I think the the way this is shot in the aftermath of seeing a head in half going over the neck is so grotesque and so badass. Absolutely. It takes it because of that. You know, uh, he was the one, killer in
1: that scene too, right? So Savini they, blew his own head off.
0: He blew his own head off because he was the only one that was comfortable enough because it's a one-time trick. So if it fucks up, it fucks up. Well, so, and, and there
1: was stuff in the... Com- I, I don't know if that was in the commentary, but I remember watching... Um, well, I had the book, Grand Illusions. And it went through his, his... He had two books, Grand Illusions 1 and 2, Savini. And it went through all of his makeup effects and whatnot. And So this one was in that one, and I loved it. I always loved reading about that. And then... There was also um, that Scream Greats Volume 1.
0: Oh, okay.
1: There's Fangoria or someone put them out. I think I've talked about this on the show yeah. before. One of them was Witchcraft and one of them was Tom Savini. And they, that, those were the only two they released. And it was just like a – I think you can see it on YouTube now. It's like a, the first documentary on Savini, I believe. And I he, it. there's a lot of like maniac uh, stuff sprinkled in there.
0: Man, I remember when it came out. Cool. Cool. I remember but I didn't know it was on YouTube.
1: Well, I, I assume Ooh. it's on YouTube. I don't know if it's on YouTube. I just, I always assume the stuff's there.
2: So if it's not on YouTube, we're going to be pissed at you.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Well, go find um, it, fuck faces. <laughs> yeah, look for it. Before we wrap it up, about uh, this movie, I want to say um, that our friends over at BB&BC Podcast all month long are doing Joe Spinell films. And... They are also having a show, an hour-long interview with his best friend, and it, it's dropping. Or oh, it, by the time you hear this, it's going to be out. So check that out if you're a fan of Spinell and you want to hear about his other movies. So, boom, there you go. And so, it is on there, YouTube. Yes, it
1: is. Yeah, you could just okay. you, you could just uh, search Scream Greats Volume One, and I think there's a couple of the full-length versions on there.
2: Yeah, I think I think everyone knows how to use YouTube. Yeah. Thanks.
0: <laughs> www W dot...
2: <laughs> YouTube. U T U B E.
0: C U M.
2: That's C <C-u-m.
0: laughs> <laughs> A. Remember Canadian YouTube. Remember? Yeah. We had that issue before with it. Yeah. It was
1: funny. It was brought up just recently. What do we make fun of the most? And a lot of people said, "There's Canada." It was it my solo cast, Brandon Solo Cast Jews. I actually do still think we make fun of 22 shots the most. I actually chose the 22 <laughs> shots. I think we actually do make fun of them the most on the on the show. But I don't does, know.
0: Does Mexicans? Do Mexicans just, was yeah. there too. Yeah. Oh no,
2: yeah,
4: so, it,
0: okay, counts, it counts.
2: It
1: counts 22, 22 shots. shots. Yeah. Well, to, yeah, so it, 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 today we've done everything. Because from the beginning, we've made fun of Americans, we've made fun of Mexicans, we've made fun of Jews. like Canadians?
2: It's, a,
0: it's like a stew.
2: It's just... Say something bad about
0: women. Say something bad about women. <laughs> uh, the chicks were hot in this movie. <laughs> That's bad? bad yeah. Well, no, but some people make it easily offended by saying something like that. This day and age, you know, you can't say nothing. Don't hold Good the door open anymore. Good
2: start to the
0: reviews. Good start to the reviews. Let's get into the, the emails and the V-mails quickly. We have two emails and one voicemail and one message that was sent on Facebook. So, gentlemen, I did not prepare you at all for these emails. Uh-oh. Well, no, no, no. It's nothing crazy. That, but <laughs> I, I would have. Christian it looks
2: sent. genuinely annoyed.
0: No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. But it, it's still going to be a little bit fun because of that. So, <laughs> um, let's go back to this. Uh, okay. Anthony Cressani, our buddy, our buddy. Hey, Tony C. Yeah. Tony C. <laughs> all right. He has a question. Hey guys, I just saw the new trailer for the Stephen King's it remake. And I was wondering what your thoughts on them remaking it are. I personally am tired of seeing remakes of all these classic movies. However, I am not totally opposed to remakes because there have been, of course, some great ones. I just think certain movies shouldn't be touched, and I would rather see all that money go to a new and original film. By the way, I just wanted to add: I've been re-listening to the Sleepaway Camp Retro and the Popcorn episode all the time at work. As usual, keep up the amazing work. Clickety clackety. (laughs)
1: I'll give you my. I'm not a big fan of the original It movie. I'm not. It was okay. I like Tim Curry, but it was. It's just okay. It's okay. It's a, okay. Okay. It's Okay. I. I. And you know what? I'm actually really looking forward to this. I actually thought the preview looked great. Some people are like, "Oh my god, it looks so cliched." I thought it looked great. If they had to leave one thing out, Dave, I know you didn't see the trailer, would just <laughs> the be, be the laughing. very last, the very last shot of the <clears throat> up to the screen, and oh, that. Yeah, uh, that. Pennywise up to the screen. That's the only thing I would have left out of the trailer. I think they they're trying to get that one extra scare in and. Yeah. It was already good enough, but I like the trailer. I can't wait to see the movie. It shot up very high on my uh, like two C list, and I'm not. I, I, I have no problem with remakes. I've always what, said this. Two C stand for
0: it's a battery
1: <laughs> two pack. Uh,
0: yeah, that sounds weird. It's a Canadian battery.
1: My two C, my okay, my two watch. My high on oh. my list to watch. Oh, I
2: I agree with you. Look, I like the original. It. I'm not as high on it as other people are, but I, I really enjoyed it. I think this one looks like it's going to be a, a terrific updated version. I'm excited. I like the actor who's playing the new Pennywise. So, And, you know, they when showing the trailer side by side, they actually posted this on Facebook and other places showing the two it trailers side by side. And I think it's it's being very true to the original, just in an updated, modern way and in a not-made-for-TV way. And speaking about remakes, I know we've talked about how much we hate remakes, and generally I do too. But we just covered a movie that, to me, has my favorite remake of all time.
1: I hear you. So, no, I, I don't know if it's my I favorite. Know, it's,
2: yeah, it's sometimes it's it's weird. Sometimes it's a good idea. Sometimes it's not. I'm I'm psyched for the Suspiria remake, but generally I feel the same way. I'd rather see, move you know, the money put towards original content. But hell, well, that was going to be good.
1: It's a it's a no. business, so the money's going to be spent the way they want to spend the money. And I always say, I don't care if a remake gets made. That was where I was going with it, because you always have the original. It, the remake does not kill the original. I hate when people go, oh, you're, no. you're destroying no. the original. No, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you destroy my yeah. no, childhood. <laughs> that's true, because actually, Lucas. sometimes I think a remake would be better than another sequel, in the case of Hellraiser. Stop putting out these shitty sequels and do this Reboot, reimagining, whatever. This sequel to the original, or have, whatever they're planning on doing. I know we talked about it when we covered Hellraiser that you know, Kirstie was, Christy was supposed to be back in it, and whatever Christy, Kirsty, whoever the fuck, Kirsty Alley playing Christy.
0: Christy. <laughs> <laughs> Fat actress, really? That is shit.
2: <laughs> but yeah,
1: but so put that. The Kobe pin what, <laughs> I agree, Brandon. I, I agree. I, ha-
2: I have some sites to show you. <laughs> the Washington you know, Monument.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I'd rather see sequels than remakes. Like, I don't know. Like when they're making the Halloween, why not just stick with the, the sequels? And why not? And like what they did with Chucky. They didn't remake it. They, they, they make sequels. I like no, old school the, sequels. The
2: sequels, are, the sequels are still working. Are
0: yes, still if working they're still the working.
2: You know, at, at this point, it's like...
0: Well, come on, Somebody Friday saying... the 13th. Friday the 13th, that last one could have just as easily have been a sequel. It could have been part yeah. 12. It, Ooh, or that, whatever
2: that's you what I it. mean when I kind of say remake. It can—it doesn't have to be like a direct remake. It could be sort of like a, a sequel, but it's its original.
0: Right, or Evil Dead. <laughs>
2: that yeah. could have been
0: a, a sequel too. That could have been Evil Dead 4. Who's to yeah, say?
2: Even though I told you guys I haven't seen that yet, but I understand yeah. what you're saying.
0: And I haven't seen the It trailer, which is what this whole thing started with. But I am going to go by everybody else. Everyone's saying that they're really excited about it, that this looks good. And I'm going to trust everybody enough to say, uh, I'm looking forward to this. And I don't care about uh, remakes. Now, for years, I have said, you know, when the remake thing took off, I was like, why can't we get original movies? So I do know what Anthony's saying. But right now, we're, we're seeing a plethora of everything. The last, like, How many times are we going to say it? The last couple years have been so good that we're seeing so much original content and we're seeing remakes. And I'm happy with all of it right
2: now. Especially this year so far, when we were highlighting what was coming this year at the 2016 year end show, we were talking about this is going to be the year of the sequel. And meanwhile, you know, here we are mid April and it's, you know, we've seen a lot of original content, a lot of great stuff so far. Uh,
1: agreed yeah, it was so, just the two sequels the two and they both bombed
0: yeah, yeah. oh rings
1: yeah. no oh yeah. three sequels sorry rings underworld and resident evil so what does tell you those are those were yeah. three big budgeted sequels that have
0: bombed
1: yeah so
2: yeah, well, there's always going to be original content
0: Yep. Yeah, but I do not have a problem with remakes I used to uh, the way I look at remakes I look at TV shows now I'll give anything a chance like a horror TV show, same thing. I, I've been skeptical before, and I've been proven wrong. Sometimes I've, you know, sometimes I've been right, and it sucked. But I'm game for everything. As long as we keep getting original content that's good, kick-ass like we have been, I can't complain about anything that's going on in the genre. So I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Uh, next one. Ah, E.T. Hicks. Okay. Okay. I'm listening to episode 33 and hear you discussing both your hopes to get more activity on the group page, as well as the idea that JP had for a Pick Your Poison segment for the show. That gave me an idea for a way to combine the two to get some regular activity on the group page. And if you want, it's something I'd be willing to get started. Oh, well, say no more. I don't even have to read the rest of this.
2: Yeah, do Wait, it. Wait, who, who is this? Is this still Anthony? Oh, this is evil no.
1: Taylor Hicks, I think. Thank you. Yes, it
2: is. Oh, you said you said it.
1: Yeah. I'm well, you said I think it's he said his real Hicks. name.
0: I like it's I, it's
1: I, this guy. Always wants to help us out. I love this.
0: He's great. Yeah. I love it. The listeners are great. Um. So, it'd be called "Pass the Poison." And it would be a way for <laughs> group members to lay down a single movie challenge to someone else in the group. Someone would start with a one in, well, one to three paragraph quick review of a 2017 movie. Then they challenge another group member to watch another 2017 movie and post their own one-to-three-paragraph review. They could keep that going down the line and get a steady flow of posts to the page. We would probably need to work out a way to identify people who want to participate so that we wouldn't have people getting challenged who just ignore it. Hmm. What do you think? I'm open to suggestion if you have tweaks you'd like to make. I also won't be crushed if you're not feeling the idea just something that popped into my head while listening to the show is always keep up the top notch work
2: brian i'm making some tweaks right now (laughs) you're tweaking aren't you those are my nipples tweaking my
0: nipples (laughs) i
2: i actually like that idea i like the idea of getting you know the group members involved and you know more hands-on stuff something besides doing doing reviews and stuff like that
0: yeah, see, I don't want to do the reviews because we do them here for triple R's. I mean, so I I, say, I don't say shit. You know how many times I want to say something or I want to use our Twitter feed to put something out there? But I'm like, no, I want the listeners to no. listen to the show. And then, not, you know what I mean? Why and then we them?
2: could do a segment called Rate Members Reviews, the RMRs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we read uh, Essie's uh, uh, review today and uh, mild rumble. <laughs> six, six, six out of ten. His review was sophomoric.
1: <laughs> Poor SC. I
2: don't know right why. Out, I right? He's stuck listening. he's it. <laughs> not photo because he's playing all these video games.
0: Oh, yeah. Well let's let's incorporate a video game segment into the show. How's that?
2: Write a review of the video game.
0: There you go. There you go, SC. You can do a video game review on the group page. There you go. Along with a movie review. Because, yeah, this is a good idea. I like that idea.
1: It's Thank funny. you, Evil.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Evil. Yeah, do it. Do it. Start it. Uh, I'll remind you online, or maybe when you hear the show, you can start doing it. But, And I hope that people listening will, will be into it. But, yeah, we'll find out who wants to do that. But that is awesome. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Now, we have the vo- I'll save the voicemail for last. I have a message here. See, this is our our homie, Jim K., who always just sends me messages online. Doesn't like to use the email. So this is how we do it. Why am I singing that song? Um, Because I'm flipping through this thing trying to find something. Okay, Jim K., check it out. This is something maybe I should have presented, but I think it's easy. I think it's better to be put on the spot. So I I don't even have my answers. Whatever. Okay, I just finished watching the Across the Eyes Huh? Oh, sorry. Let me say that again. (laughs) I just finished watching Five Across the Eyes. And man, oh man, that's got to be one of the worst movies I've seen in a while. The script and dialogue were terrible. The cinematography was brutal. With a silly gorilla style, which is okay in some movies. And there wasn't even a story. The acting was just amateur night. The worst thing about it was that it made me angry and not in a good way. Hmm. As opposed to, well, whatever. In horror movies, you have to suspend belief a lot. But in this movie, the decision-making was just over the edge. The ending in particular won't spoil, where the five could have done what they ended up doing probably halfway through the film. Hmm. All in all, I loved it. Ten out of ten. Just kidding. This led me to what I think would be a cool topic to discuss on the show. (laughs) Have you experienced an anger for a film? And maybe give some examples. Another one I thought of was Killer at 10 killer terrible terrible killer at 10 killer that's the name of a movie yeah it's an
1: eighty seven. terror 10 killer i i talked about it on uh killer terror at 10 killer it's terror
0: Terror. oh okay terror 10 10 killer yeah okay if it was called killer at 10 killer i just wouldn't watch it i would refuse to okay oh Um, but
2: terror you'll watch
0: (laughs) that that's that makes a little sense Killer at Ten Killers. Downstairs.
2: Everybody says don't watch it. I own it, and I still haven't watched it because everyone says don't watch it.
0: He said it sucked too, so we won't watch it. Um, if this movie was a buck fifteen or twenty, then at least you could say terrible, but flew by. This one was ninety-five or so minutes, which added to the torture. At least I stick with them no matter how bad they are. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, what what movie angered you? I
2: think so, everyone yeah. knows what movie angered me, so I'm just not even going to talk.
0: What movie angered you? I think it's the only
2: film besides um, oh. Sleepaway Camp Survivor that I gave a 0 out of 10.
0: That's scored. That's right.
2: I just, look, I, I don't like those kinds of movies. I've seen some of these, like, a, any Bilzebub film. Fucking terrible. Have you ever watched a above film? No. Hmm.
0: Have you ever listened to Beezle Bubba? No. Bubba? It's an, it's an album by the Dead Milkman. But anyway, continue. Bubba Smith? <laughs> yeah. Bubba Smith, yeah.
2: Hightower? Sure.
0: Hightower, yeah, yeah,
2: no shit, the old football player, right? No, Bill uh, Zabub films like not only are they just not my thing, but some of them are long. Like he did one, um, he did one last year called Nightmare on Elmo Street.
0: <laughs> I think Moons it, talked about that,
2: and it was like two and a half hours long.
0: What? Ugh.
2: Yeah, like and like just is it puppets? Are there puppets in this movie? I don't know. I I didn't even bother yeah. to watch it, but just
0: puppets. I'll watch it.
2: And also films (laughs) like, you know, the the Slaughter Vomit (laughs) films. I tried watching the first one back in the day. I actually watched like half of the first one. I'm just like, I can't do this. I I don't care that this guy has a fetish for people really throwing up, but it's just making me nauseous and there's no story here whatsoever. And, you know, like like I've said and Christian said before, I'm not a big fan of like the August Underground films. I'm not a big fan of these violently gory snuff films without really a story. So they anger you. Well, they anger me in the sense that you know, there's they, no art involved. Some of, they're, they're, yeah, like this, like like Fred Vogel. Like I saw *Cellatursica*. I actually like *Cellatursica*. I haven't seen Red Sin Tower*, which I've heard is pretty, which I heard is a lot of people's favorite. But when I saw Angus Underground*, I'm like, this guy does amazing effects. Like I know he can, and I saw *Cellatursica*. It's, it's a decent story, not not the best. Camille Keaton's in it. It's it's good. It's got some good gore towards the end. It's a decent story, but. He, he has the power. Cella Tersica. Oh,
0: they said Skeletor's return. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but when 3. I
2: watch stuff like when I watch stuff like August Underground, I'm, I'm thinking it's it's a waste of talent. Same thing with the Death Squad Service film is that the gore and the kills are like overly mean spirited and gory, which is fine. Just don't give us three minutes of story at the end. Give us a full story. Even if it's only yeah. a 60 minute movie, give us a 60 minute story. I don't care Shh. if the acting's terrible. I, I can
1: live with bad acting as long as your heart's in and you're giving me some story. And I think that's just how I feel. I think I get mad at those movies too because I get a bit jealous. I'm like, fuck, they made a movie. But I'm like, I wouldn't want my name associated with that. And I think that I think that's what I it's like a clash internally where I'm like fuck why don't I just go out and make something because you know I could just like some of these are just like a guy grabs a hammer decides to walk house to house to house to kill people but I wouldn't want to do that because it just doesn't interest me I want I want to try something a little bit more and then but then you don't make anything and so I think I get frustrated in that regard from a filmmaking standpoint and actually wanted to create something and then not actually doing it so What's better, actually putting something yeah, out there, I or not that, doing it? That approach. I and
2: understand then that, that take on
1: oh. it. The other thing would be a film like a Serbian film. It's not a bad movie, but that movie no. angered me. It, I went through so many different emotional states during that movie. I think I told you I turned it off, and I was pissed off at the movie. I was pissed off that I was watching it, but I'm like, I can't let the movie win. I gotta finish this movie, and then I got sucker punched yet again, and then again, and that movie angered me. But it was a well made movie. I can't take away that's from it. The, and that's the thing with that
2: film is it's such a well-made film that it can never be taken to be as disturbing as it was meant to be. Like, it tries to be, like, the most disturbing film of all time, but it's such a well-produced, well-made film that I look past still, it. Like, the subject matter is so taboo, obviously, but, you know, it's it's still a I, – I actually like the film.
0: I do, too, and I've only seen it once. But, see, you and I are cool with it, but Christian said it still made him angry. So it does, it, it was repulsive to him it's, no, a, no, yeah, it's, it it's is not repulsive. a zero it is repulsive. it's not
1: a zero god I, I don't even know where i can rate it because it, it, it it's like almost like i've never seen anything like it and it's horrific and everything about it's horrific which is a horror movie uh yeah. and so is it a 10 is it a zero i can't tell you because i never want to watch it again and i was so angry while watching it <laughs> i do wish I had left two things out of the film
2: two specific things out of the film, maybe even three specific things out of the film, and it wow. still would have been an equally horrific and awesome film. But I understand, and it's probably the same thing that Christians find, that most people find, you know, oh, horrifying about that. the film, and that's the use of, of children in, in sexual acts.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, nobody wants to see that.
2: No, I, I mean, I, but I feel like they could have made an equally disturbing, effective film had they kept that out. And everybody always commented on that film specifically about, you know, the baby scene. That scene, they didn't even need that scene in the movie. That scene was they, nothing.
0: i remember seeing seen that movie.
2: Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's nothing, movie but, but, was, they, but, but it's not even needed. And, you know, I mean, I know the, that crazy director in the film is talking about, ch- you know, baby porn as like his new, they could have, they could have right. edited it around that and done, you know, he was a nutcase to begin with. They could have, he would have been equally a nutcase had he not said that line. So I understand that. I feel dirty when I when I watch it because of those things. I've only seen it twice, and and I own that nice three disc edition because the soundtrack was pretty cool for that and uh, stuff like that. But you know, uh, you know, I'll probably watch it once every five ten years
0: from now on. You know, that stuff doesn't make make me mad so much. What Christian was saying, well, actually, what both you guys were saying earlier about seeing these movies where you get great gory kills and there's nothing else going. I could see that. Because all you got to do is stick him in a summer camp and, and, and film some kids and then have them get whacked off. Or whacked off. Have them get whacked, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of movie are you making? <laughs> I meant to say bumped off. And then I said I was thinking of whacked, so I said whacked <laughs> off. Now, now I should be doing a Serbian film. Good And the problem shit. is most people can't even do that right. That's the problem. Like, holy
1: shit, the formula's not that crazy you do and you said it Dave most people don't think of dialogue when they think of a slasher but if you don't have colorful dialogue you're going to be sunk because you could have a setting you can have good kills but if it's boring in between we got we're going to have some problems and hey we're going to be talking about a summer camp movie that right next right next so I don't know if that's a segue if there's something else we need to talk about if there's other emails or whatever first
0: I have to give my answer, and then we have a voicemail. And oh, no, no, let will get to the movie. I'll see that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: skip, your, skip your answer, Dave. We don't my want to My answer
0: <laughs> My answer will be quick, and it's been heard before. See, my, I took this question a whole different... Actually, I just read it like an hour before I went on. I said, okay, that's nothing. I, I know what my answers are. So here's what pissed me off. Halloween Resurrection. Halloween Column Resurrectum. That piece of shit that never should have been made. Of course, it pissed me off. I didn't even know what I was thinking going to the theater that day, knowing how great H2O, H2O ended and saying a perfect end to a villain and, and a franchise. Why did I go opening day to see freaking Resurrectum? I don't know. <laughs> but I was in there 10 minutes, and I was immediately pissed off, and I said I'd never watch it again. I've only watched it for podcasts since. So that pissed me off. Jason Goes to Hell As a Friday the 13th fan. that That's like, I, I think I, I think that they were trying to troll us. I really think that they were trying to piss people off. Because it was ridiculous, so those two movies angered me. Um, Christian, and- he's
2: genuinely angry. Like yeah, we know. were talking about like being angry, even though we oh, kind can- of weren't. He's like fuming <laughs> over. He's 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 in a
1: plum rage right now. <laughs> <laughs> he was okay <laughs> with newborn porn, but Jason goes to hell. No,
0: It'll Dave. We just we Jason. just
1: had a joke that Christian doesn't even know
0: about. Nope, but he'll know it soon. It'll yeah. be making the rounds. What the joke? What joke? <laughs> Plum Rage you'll see eventually it's gonna come out you'll see yeah (laughs) you'll know it but uh, (laughs) but um those two movies and I'll say one more The Sacrament or as I call it The Excrement because it pissed me off so much because it was so derivative of freaking Jonestown but one tenth of freaking what Jonestown really was and I'm watching the movie saying don't do this don't do this please don't let me see Kool-Aid next and I was so pissed off I, I finished the movie but didn't want to. But anyway, that's another I can
2: understand being upset if you if you know if you know the history of, oh, of Windows Town. Yeah, but... you know, and know the story. Either way, it's
0: but... Bad. but it's well, I didn't think it was bad. I actually no, thought it was a well made film. I liked it too. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it's not a well made film, but it, it, it it's it's an insult to freaking.
2: I mean, it's, I know it was it was cheap. JP's number one that year. It was actually it's... my number twenty five that year. I did a top twenty five.
0: It angered me. It's cheap. It's a cheap way to make a movie and not give any credit. It'd be like make I, I let's save this for another segment, another day. Let's just leave it at there for now. Yeah, he's angry. Like, we'll, go, he's... we'll go into something else. Because I can he's... talk about this. I will I will really? argue I will argue these points with anybody. I'll bring GPM. Nobody's even nobody's on. even
2: arguing with you. You're <laughs> arguing with
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're trying to calm you down and you're just arguing. I'm calm. All right, I'm calm. <laughs> Fuck that movie! Oh Oh, man! We're all scared of your demeanor right now. (laughs) Okay, now here's a voicemail. It's our old buddy BC. This is this is a long one, and we're gonna have to pause it a few times. Yeah, (laughs)
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Hi, exploding heads guys. This is Saul. Oh, my ass is going crazy, and I'll bring all my shoes and my glasses with me, so I have them. Just kidding, this is Bill Casanelli, BC. (laughs) Anyway, I thought I'd touch base with you guys, I haven't called in in a while. Uh, It's been a couple of months, I've been going through a divorce, that's the bad news.
2: Congratulations. The
3: good news is that I thought of an idea that I don't think has been done yet. How about this? A single site for horror fans. See, part of the reason for the divorce is that my wife was never a horror fan, and so we didn't have uh, the same tastes and and interests, so... She found herself someone she's more compatible with. Me, on the other hand, (laughs) I think I need to find myself a good old-fashioned horror geek girl. As far as the show goes, man, you guys are putting out episodes faster than an Ethiopian chicken. I mean, I don't even have time to talk about one episode before you've already got another one out the door. It's kind of cool, actually. As far as the solos go, hey, Brandon, I liked yours the best, buddy. That's right. Yours had the best ideas. Brandon, don't
1: breathe. You know <laughs> what?
3: Jets for the
1: win. Mm. <laughs> did, you
3: hear? did you hear what he did? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I <laughs> talked right
1: over it. Did I'm sorry.
0: Did you notice it? Hold on. Listen to that again. <laughs> Listen closely. Hey, Brandon, I liked yours the best, buddy. That's right. Yours had the best
3: ideas. Brandon, don't breathe. You know it. Hidden gems for the win. (laughs) i because I love. Brandon, I did vote for you as my favorite of the solo. Take that, Dave and Christian. Hey, Brandon, they say there's safety in numbers, right? Tell that to six million Jews. Hey, Brandon, what's the difference between Adolf Hitler and Michael Phelps? At least Phelps could finish a race. Uh, I hope you're not really offended by my jokes. In fact, last week I sent two jokes to Japan. They both
4: bombed. (laughs) Hey, Christian, what does anal sex and Brussels sprouts have in
3: common? If you're forced to have it as a kid, you'll probably hate it as an adult. Hey, Dave. Speak of the devil. What's the difference between a dead baby and a jar of mayonnaise? I don't fuck my mayonnaise. Also the Lauren Ashley Carter episode was brilliant. She was lovely as usual. And uh the Hellraiser box set review, very cool guys. Also, Dave, I wanted to point something out to you. You mentioned a little joke in episode thirty four. You said Linnea Quigley down under. (laughs) Well, I'll have you know, for any of you unlucky souls who actually saw Girls Gone Dead, we had uh Linnea Quigley in a role playing Wet (laughs) Willie and uh We had her use an Australian accent for that sole purpose of the joke for Linnea Quigley Down Under. So, very cool, man. I also wanted to talk about uh, the paranormal thing you guys were mentioning, but I don't want this to be Steve Carpenter-length, so I'll probably just send an email with a picture because uh, I got a pretty good story. Anyway, you guys have a great show. I love you all, and take care. Bye. Nice. BC.
1: BC. Awesome.
0: great. (laughs) How crazy that he was having all those kind of jokes right after we were talking about a Serbian film. Yeah. (laughs) How about after we're talking about who gets the most heat and
2: now all the Jew jokes? I know! (laughs) It is the Jews. (laughs) Finish a race. I like that one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They were all good jokes. Oh, shit. Oh, I want to give you advice, BC. Number one, I say congratulations about the divorce because I've been through one. And oh. It was the happiest day of my life. That's why I said that because, A, enjoy your freedom for the the short time you have it and uh, get over your shit. And It's it's only going to get better from here, believe me. And um, the horror fan thing, you would think that would be a good idea.
2: If I think worst. it would be a great idea as somebody who's doing so much online dating these days. Because I'm always looking to match up with girls who are into horror. And occasionally I do. And they'll write, oh, I love horror. What podcast do you do? And, you know, we'll get to talking and shit like that. Nothing ever works out, obviously, because I'm me. But I do think
1: that's a great idea. I don't think it's because no. it's you. I think it's because you talk about getting jizz shot on your face every second episode. <laughs> 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 it may be a turnoff. Might yeah. be, right? Just yeah, a
2: bit. Might be, yeah.
1: He had so, many, so much jizz in his anyway, eyes. I'm sorry. It, it, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sticky situation.
2: I was going to go with sticky <laughs> situation, but I, I decided to go with the highbrow humor. With slippery oh. Slope.
0: <laughs> situation. oh, shit. Listen, my first wife, we met because of horror. When we first met, all we were doing was one-upping each other on everything that we owned as collectors and this and that, and we watched horror together constantly. And everything else. And it doesn't matter. A fucking lunatic is a fucking lunatic. No matter what she (laughs) likes. I would have loved if we would have worked out. Because we had that in common. There was never arguments about what to watch. We had great viewing experiences together. In the end. That's what we had in common. But again. It doesn't fix everything else that goes wrong, wrong in relationships. So don't put too much stock into that. Just let shit happen normally. I understand why you'd want to. Cause you know, then you can watch horror with them, and maybe it's yeah, whatever. Maybe it's just my bad luck, but whatever. More power to you. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Though my first wife is, uh, I don't want to talk about her ass. But whoo, I'm still getting. Talk about the rest of her. (laughs) (laughs) Tits.
1: Uh, tits. <laughs> <laughs> Screw.
0: Screw. We got some fun and drink. Is <laughs> that the same guy? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I guess that's it. If you guys want to participate, don't forget email us explodingheadshorrorpodcast at gmail.com or voicemail us 702-625-2224 That's a 702- Six, two, five, two, 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 four. Boom. That's that. We'll see you in a minute with the next
2: movie. All right, next up, The Burning, 1981, directed by Tony malem A former summer camp caretaker, horribly burned from a prank gone wrong, lurks around an upstate New York summer camp bent on killing the teenagers responsible for his disfigurement bum, bum, bum. <laughs> hey hey i'm i'm boining here i'm boining here. hey <laughs> Saul? Hey, hey
0: hey boiny boiny i'm boining here. yeah this is filmed where i grew up north yep. Tonawanda, new york amazing and i still don't know where it's at like i know where north Tonawanda is i don't know where the hell they filmed this movie i put pictures up online uh, I, i've asked for help Don't know. The climax, I have no idea, but I did learn that that was actually filmed in a a deserted copper mill or something like that. You know, all that shit at the end when they're walking through the.
2: All I heard was you talking about help climax.
0: (laughs) Okay, here's, like I said before, I continued on with it and I I was looking at more one star reviews. So here's a one star review for the burning. Verified purchase. From Medinas. So sorry I bought this one. This was such a lousy movie. Being the huge, capital letters, horror fan that I am, I had never heard of this one. What? Okay. Uh That should, in capital letters, have been a clue. (laughs) But after reading the reviews, I was encouraged. Compared to the old greats like the original Halloween... Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street. This had such promise. But there was so many characters to keep track of. What? Not that I cared about any of them. And the end was so lame. With that stupid looking gigantic pink head. (laughs) In the mind shaft. Not mine. Mind. Pink head (laughs) shaft? What the hell is Is he watching a (laughs) a (laughs) porno? He's watching like a a bad
1: VHS copy.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Or where he was. Who cares? Oh, well, live and learn. Don't waste your time and especially not your money on this one.
2: You know what I think of that review? <laughs>
4: I give that uh, review well, one star.
2: I actually cared about all these characters. I thought these characters were great.
1: It's a fun yeah. movie, man. Yeah, I, I've come down I on this thing. I of
2: all of them, and there were like 50 of them. I, yeah.
1: I've, I have such a love-hate with this movie, as in I love it so much. Like a Friday the 13th movie. I feel like I could tear it apart, and we did on TJF13. And I, you know, when I do it, it's out of love. Like the day for night photography, it's so ridiculous, but it adds to its charm. It adds to its charm. Holly Hunter not saying a fucking word in the movie adds right. to its charm. <laughs> the The music, yeah. I love the music when he gets out. I love it too. When he get and when he gets out of the uh, the burn hospital, and he's heading down. Before yeah. he gets to horror, street, street. that music yeah.
3: is beautiful. Yeah, I'm
2: The music and this is fantastic and well,
1: as well. Yeah. Oh, it's and great. fantastic and well. It's
2: fantastic and well. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's well.
4: <laughs> now, it's fantastic and
1: doing well. The one, the one quibble, which is common in some horror slashers, but not so much anymore. But it's that after that opening prank, which we'll get, I'll get back to. Goddamn, we'll get back to that. Is oh, the um the hooker gets killed and then there's nothing for like for 45 minutes or yeah. or longer it's a long haul i think it's closer to an hour it might be the 50 minute mark before yeah, the w- death the bodies start building up
2: yeah i was going to say even in total i think the one thing this film could have used was a few more kills well cuz everything happens lot- on that there's damn raft the wrath is great, but there's still so many characters left alive by the end of this film. Usually in a, in a summer camp, you know, in a camp slasher, usually it's one or two at the end. And here it's like, there's it was like eight, eight survivors probably, maybe more.
1: Well, there, yeah, <sighs> there's a ton, which I like. I like that it kind of gives it that, that Friday the 13th part two where a group of people survive. Yet we s- saw a bunch of people get killed. I wanted
2: a few more kills.
1: That prank. Uh, let's go. Right, let's go back to the beginning. That fucking prank. Oh my God, where do they get a, a, a human head from with with, with maggots right? and everything else and the, and then the, and then light it with the candles. why would the candles be the, the icing on the cake so to speak to to make this the, the best prank ever why And then he wakes up to say and he kicks it and instantly kerosene. he's got kerosene right beside his loft. everything goes up. He's they don't even try to hide the fact his
2: hand onto his bed. They, they don't, don't really even try to stuff.
1: hide the fact that he's wearing a like a fire outfit. One of those fire retardant outfits. Like, it, you totally see them Like, they could have edited it a little bit better. No, nope. you can. They don't care. Oh, you think it's
2: because of DVD and Blu-ray? Is
0: this how, oh, is absolutely.
2: This how, is this how summer camp was in the 80s for you guys? <laughs> Were you guys beaten by the caretaker? <laughs> I mean, they're getting revenge on I mean, him. Like, I don't like him. He beats me.
0: Well, that's an old story. That's it, it. It was. This is something that circulated around this area. They actually made a documentary about it called Cropsy a few years ago. But
2: oh, I saw that documentary. That's a great documentary.
0: Now that was made because of all of these campfire stories in Western New York and, and in New, New Jersey and, and yeah. you know the Eastern states about uh, a guy named Cropsy. And it, this movie was originally called The Cropsy Maniac, and they ended up changing it for I don't know. You don't know the reason why, to the Burning when.
2: Or the, or the greasy maniac.
0: Oh, the greasy maniac. right. That's right. why
2: he went up so quickly because he was all greasy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's so many things. Um, the candles. I, wonder, I think they needed how the they think, candles so we could see.
2: Right. Yeah, so they could see. So they the could skull. see the skull. But how do you think That's, JP would feel about the worm placement on this? Because <laughs> JP's biggest beef with zombie it was bad worm placement.
0: <laughs> I think he's okay with these worms. JP, let us know.
2: JP, let us know what you think of the burnings worm placement. <laughs> that was seriously one
1: of his complaints about Zombie?
2: Yeah, when we did the Lucio falci show. I haven't let him live it down since. Yeah, you he should said He said bad <laughs> worm placement. We Ooh. torment him for it. Bad worm placement. It's fucking like, great. You're nitpicking now.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you something. I, I would rather look at Cropsy when he's burned than the way he looks when he's in bed, when he's a regular human. Because... I can't look at him. Like, the you know how oh, I have issues? Yeah. Yeah. That nose, the way his nose looks. And how uh, you can see all the hairs <laughs> in his nose. It grosses me out. I, I look away when I watch this movie. I'd rather I'm not see him I'd rather see him <laughs> yeah. burned. His nose looks better burned. I'm not kidding you. And I've seen him recently because he did an interview on the Blu-ray and doesn't look as bad as it did then. Of course, back then he's laying down so you can see right up his nostrils. I mean, we all look bad probably if you look up our nostrils, but you couldn't help but look up his nostrils because the way his nose looked—it was just—I—I I don't know—I can't look at it.
1: How about this being a Miramax <laughs> production, like one of the early ones?
0: The Weinstein. Yeah, dude, I—I I, I learned this. I—I I heard your about your cousins yeah, so Brandon. A, well, listen, no, dude.
2: My cousins.
0: No, they used to. Um, they used to be these things out here. Like, like, concerts would come and they, when I was a kid, and they, they were, they were, per, they were promoted by a group. And I forgot all about it until I watched the thing the other day when I watched the um, the commentary. And they used to be promoted by something called Harvey and Corky. Have you ever heard of that? Maybe you did. Corky Burger? In Canada. Yeah.
1: I'm just yeah. saying that because I know Corky Burger because it's the dumbest name I've ever read in my life. And it's in the credits
0: well, no, that's him, and it was, it, was, it was Harvey Weinstein, and they were big promoters out here for Buffalo concerts and things, but I, I forgot all about it. I eventually, it got taken over, became Ticketmaster, then something else, and now it's very corporate, but at the time, local concerts, at the end of the radio ad would say, presented by Harvey and Corky, and little did I know that, that Harvey Weinstein, that they were from Buffalo. And this is all Buffalo base. It, it's crazy that all this was right in my backyard. And I didn't even realize all the connections. And I keep finding out more and more. Even in the beginning, when they took out that thing, when they took out that head that we were talking about with the worms and the fire, it, it came out of a box of potato chips called Troyer Farms. Do you guys know what Troyer Farms potato chips are or no? No. Are, th- are those no. the ones that
1: they use in the Shining and the in the, in the canteen? No.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. But Troyer Farms was something in the 80s that we could get here. So it's all this local shit, and it pisses me off that I can't find this campsite. But uh, Were they in the crazy. walk-in and sleepaway camp? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was the other
1: uh, one. The man, other... man man, boy? What, what was
0: it? <laughs> man man Bear pig? Yeah. That's...
2: <laughs> Did you go to Camp uh, Stonewater or Camp Blackfoot when you were a kid?
0: I wish I knew where they were. I have to find this out. I, 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 everything they mentioned, the hotel they stayed at, uh, everything. Everything that I see in the credits and everything they said when, in the interviews that I watch uh, is all stuff I've heard of and know of. Some of it's not here anymore. But all right, so let's make,
2: it, let's make uh, it a goal to find out where this is, and then the three of us can do a video like like okay. you uh, banana heads did.
0: Let's do it. Come down Good. and we'll try it. I'll look. I will definitely look. I'd love to know. Uh, Christian like didn't said, agree to come. <laughs> oh, he'll come. he'll come. All over He's the place. Like, that's right. I just passed it the other day. How did,
1: uh, what do you think when, when, uh, so he hits the burn unit. And I love that, that the interaction with the black guy, and the, the, the white, the most white cracker motherfucker.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> totally, of all people.
1: He's this like, is what you got to see. Yeah, you got to, <laughs> come on, man, take a look. Take a look. He really wants to see him.
2: And did you hear what the the white guy said? He says, "I don't want to. I know blacks in fashion, but I don't want to." <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say. That.
1: He was so ahead of his time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> a Big Mac, overdone. That yeah. guy's great. Yeah, <laughs> see, and, what you gotta see? I was gonna say that when, when he started. comes
1: <laughs> out. When he comes out, there's all that voiceover, and then they're wheeling him out, and he stands up. I love the I'm way he's dressed it. there with the hat and like the the yeah. overcoat. Like I wish they used that outfit throughout a little bit more, but they just don't really show him much. It's just in silhouettes and the, the close up of the shears. That's really all they do. But man, oh man, does he look creepy there! And I wish they really carried that through a bit more. Uh, but isn't it weird that they show all of this and they still? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it almost seems like they try to put some red herrings in there. you like, like it almost they're like making Alfred like a red herring at one point.
2: Alfred was like Alan in part four. Just not as bad. Okay. So you
1: think he's just being the misunderstood kid. They don't think you're trying to make him look like he was the creepy guy that could be the killer. Because they're obviously established the killer and everything else.
0: Not for us. For the other people on the camp to suspect why they're
2: showing him. Although they they never do suspect him. Yeah. They never get to the point. Glazer. Glazer. Who's Glazer just hates him?
1: Who's 29 years old in this movie, by the way? He's 29 <laughs> years old when he made this movie. Please,
2: everybody in this movie uh Alfred was like 31 as a camper, I think, in this. <laughs> Alfred, I think, is older than all than most of them.
1: My favorite have... fucking scene, and I'm of course exaggerating, it's not my favorite scene, but I love it every time when because he's so down Alfred's throat the whole movie. When Alfred <laughs> comes in to the mess hall for lunch and Glazer takes a fucking thing of salt. And shakes it at him, like, like it, it's such a throwaway thing. But if you look at it, he gets, he's like, "Who you fuck?" And he throws like, like salt at him. And I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, just there's no reason for it to do it. It's great. He
0: hates him. Oh, well, he's he just great. Shake salt at him, dude. This movie's full of aggressive men that are all fucking trying to get laid, and, and, and that's where all their angers coming from. He's well, all they don't want They don't want to be sent to summer camp when they're 28 years old. <laughs> If
2: you told me this was a feminist
1: horror movie, I could buy it almost. Alfred's the final girl. All the women, all the guys are like, the second they don't get sex, they're totally, totally pricks. Glazer ends up being a (laughs) prick. And then he comes so quick that he ends up being the most sweetest guy ever. I mean, this is a feminist horror movie.
0: (laughs) 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 No? (laughs) Yeah, yeah just as much i mean as much as anything else more so it's the just... slumber party massacre
1: which was directed by a woman and said to be a feminist or a slasher film i don't know yeah, I'm, uh, maybe I'm, I'm stretching and i just want to argue it more but yeah the the, the dynamics. the kids are likable man you kind of recognize them They're like great. a lot of these people have been in tons of shit a yeah. lot of the guys have there's I mean, that jason alexander guy he's been in a few things
0: He's
2: freaking yeah. great, dude. He is and so how, how good. How about at Eddie's? This movie. Ca- how about he is good in this movie? How about Eddie's character though? Like especially he's when great. he goes sk- when he goes skinny dipping with Karen. He's like, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, yeah like, I love it. Like it. I love he, it. Like dude, what? Like eighteen year old camper has that move. Like you could tell he's like older because yeah. who has an arsenal as a kid at summer camp? <laughs> get the fuck out of here!
0: Yeah. I'll tell you, he sounds. The way these kids act and talk in this movie, they are just like Western New York Italians. Oh, this is like, the way they talk is just like us. Like, I'm not saying Italians in New York City. It, it's completely different than Western New York, than, than, than my area. The, the, everybody in this, not everybody, but a lot of characters in this movie, the way they talk, their mannerisms, everything else, it's very... Like, of this area. it's freaking great, But
1: hey, well, two people like each other, they get together. That's just what they
0: do. So so you do it. He says, oh, yeah, he's yeah. great. You do it. That's what you <laughs> do. Fucking... And it's funny when the kid gets mad later, and he goes, come on. She's going to let the boats go? He says, yeah. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of argument, She's going to let the boat go? <laughs> I love him. Eddie's uh, fucking great. They're all great. Hey, I'm talking to her. That's fucking good. I, this movie, you said before about the 45 minutes and that. I don't even realize there's nobody nobody getting killed. You know really? what? In, ter-
1: In TJF13, we were looking for it to make fun of the movie. Like that's what that sh- or that or other the other podcast is about. Here when I watch it again, I'm like I was just totally enjoying it. Like I enjoy yeah. this movie a lot. I put it up there with Friday 13th, which is why I feel like I can make fun of it. I love this movie. It's one of my one of my favorite slasher films as well. Like, I love it too. Like if I'm blowing my load yeah. early, so be it. I it's it's fun. Yeah, I shit on the day for night photography because it's ridiculous. The fucking sun's in the background, and it cuts to it seeing They're sleeping, then there's bag. You're like, what the fuck, man? I know it was a little budget movie, and I I, I don't. And he got believe... up for two
2: seconds to go get matches, and he came back. And uh, matches did he get? Yeah, he got matches. Yeah. And he came back, and it
0: was pitch black. You stay warm, are you here? Oh, you stay warm. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be real nice. Yeah. Oh, how about that? That is the best shower scene since freaking Psycho. That that is how a shower scene should be. You get a hot girl, you put her in the shower, and you let it, you let her soap up and do her hair, and this, <laughs> she's showering naked, looking great for like two straight minutes. That's how it should be, it. instead of these teases that you get, you know. the most. It's the, the
2: soap they use. Pert Plus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I like Sally. I'm 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 a fan of Sally.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a fan, a fan of
1: Sally.
0: Yeah, she's just got that look to her, man. She yeah. yeah, she's got like a, a fuck me
1: look on her. I don't know. It's yeah. great. The prank yeah. is ridiculous, sh- but it, 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 it at the beginning. But I mean, it just picks up from there. And I, I What's like ridiculous? I, oh the prank at the What's, beginning, and then and then oh, the the, prank. Oh, the well. whole. I mean, like I said it already, and then but when once Cropsy gets back to the camp, which he hightails it right back to, he goes from <laughs> he goes gets laid or does it even kills a hooker. and goes right back to the fucking camp. Not only that, he's he's been in the burn he's unit. He's been in the burn unit
2: for five years because five years go by, and he knows exactly which camp to go to to look for who he's looking for. He knows exactly where Todd is. Where he hopes
0: Todd is, and he he happens to be there. Yes. Yeah, but now, Todd is not even really Todd. the
1: mastermind of the whole joke, is he? No,
0: no, that's the other well, thing. He's, he's just one of the I guys. I would have gone after Snoop. I would have been like, "What kind of
2: stupid fucking name is Snoop?" Let's get this guy first.
0: <laughs> My name is Snoop.
1: Dog, um, yeah, dog.
0: No, no,
1: no.
0: <laughs> he went back to the campsite, and Todd just happened to be. Do you think he was? He is keeping tabs on everybody that he was hoping one of them was going to be there. And Todd, poor bastard, happened to be the. Guy they should have done it prime style.
1: That actually would have made more sense. That the instead the hooker was instead of a hooker, he went and got a, one of the other guys, and then hunted maybe one other one down, and then got to the camp. I don't know. Oh. That might have made that more sense. Actually,
2: that's, oh, man. He actually might have just knocked it down for me because that's actually so much a better idea oh. if, he, if, he had, <laughs> if he had met up with the uh, the, the ringleader.
1: Killed him. Wow. Who was asking everyone if they no, were okay with don't it Don't get me. Todd's at camp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's remake this fucking
1: movie. I, I I had this idea, and I think I blew my load in an earlier episode of, of Exploding Heads. But I want to do this. I'm not a remake, a kind of a remake slash sequel. It was just going to be called The Burning because that's what they do nowadays anyway. And the pre story was everything that happened in 1981. And we were I was gonna I wanted Jason Alexander back because he's alive and kicking. All the people that survived. Alfred's back. Michelle- Holly Hunter. Uh, like they're
2: Michelle's all there.
0: Hostile. she's like sixty years old, and she was on, on the Screen Factory doing interviews. She looks beautiful still. Which and one?
1: Which one was Michelle?
0: The, oh, the, the, the lead counselor. Girl. The lead counselor. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and it
1: could be good. like you could be is right. it is it Cropsy back? Is it a ghost? Is it a Copycat? You play around with that. It could be a who does it? Slasher take place at the camp? I thought, oh great, what a great way to do and, a sequel. And
2: then at the end, it turns out to be Kramer.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Saying racist shit? Yeah.
2: yeah saying racist shit. <laughs> I'm not a racist. You up burnt
0: motherfucker. You burnt motherfucker. Oh, man. I was going
2: to... You one was... burnt jive turkey. <laughs> like that turkey. He's burnt.
0: Oh, man. Damn it. I had I had something. something about this film. The Burning Revenge. That's what you should call your movie. But the reason I say The Burning Revenge... This was the most expensive DVD I ever bought in my life. It was like $60. You got
1: the bootleg and, one when before it was available, mainstream, uncut.
0: Yeah. Dude, it was a terrible freaking VHS transfer. Yep. It was called The Burning Revenge, and I got it on eBay for 60 It was the single most expensive thing I've ever spent money on for one disc of something. And I held that sucker for like five years and then it got released officially.
2: What are you yeah.
1: going to say? He's going to say something. No, no, not, I was not going to say anything rude. I was going to, because I, it's almost like I'm embarrassed by it. Because I had watched this movie a couple times on VHS. And I'm like, and I've got to admit, kind of like My Bloody Valentine at the back of the back in the day. I'm like, I like it, but it's all cut to shit. And the, half the fun of these movies is seen them uncut. Yeah. So then I went to Queen Video in Toronto. And this is before DVDs and, and everything else. This is when... Like this was the store that had if it existed it would be there, and, and they had the video, Japanese. You
2: mean a video store for people like you?
1: Yeah, I think I brought this joke already up, and then you made or this place <laughs> up, and you made that exact same joke already. But anyway, I rented it there, and it was the uncut Japanese version. And I remember my like being so giddy when I held it in my hands, going, "I can't wait to see this! I can't wait to see this!" And we went, we watched it. It was a bunch of horror fans. We all watched it. We were like, "Yeah, it's awesome," but in reality. There's some really good things here. But even the uncut version, everything happens so quickly and is yes. edited so frantically that uh, yeah. it, it takes away from it all. Like that raft scene yeah. is almost... Too quick. Doesn't too even quick. make sense. It's too How quick. people get killed.
0: What happened to the girl who <laughs> fell into the water? Yeah, she just fell in, maybe got stabbed. You're right.
2: Yeah, very quick. Uh, how was the chopstick kill in the Japanese uncut version?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Better than that joke.
0: Oh, oh, How about when Woodstock comes floating back up to the top for no reason? Yeah. When freaking Michelle is out there and, says, yeah, and she where, goes where the was he? I, I don't know, but uh, it was under great. the
1: raft. <laughs> How was Krause yeah. hiding in the canoe?
0: Oh wow, I know, I know. <laughs> that is a little silly. Then he jumps up <laughs> and po- perfect
1: balanced and then kills the furthest person away on the canoe first and then sort of makes his way back up front. But I've got to tell you, is it Todd? The guy that gets the, the reverse Kevin Bacon. Eddie? Yeah, Eddie. Eddie. He gets the reverse. Like the shears go right in the neck. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I, lo-
2: I like the girl who gets the, just the sliced head and just oozing. Yeah. yeah. And That's then the, 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 the first. girl. Way- she doesn't die, she falls down. It's great. And then he gets her like later on. He just slices her head and she's just gushing.
0: And, awesome. then, and then you get the, the, the trickle of the blood down her arm into the water, then it fades to red. I think that's fucking
1: brilliant, right? The slit net is great. I think they uh-huh. said they used Annie's neck for it. I believe, I remember reading that Tom Savini used the same the same uh, effect, like the Annie from Friday the 13th yeah, piece. Yeah, it's
0: like one of my favorite kills.
1: Yeah, so that when she gets the shears, he said that they didn't have time to do all the effects again. They just applied the Annie neck to her and redid the effect.
0: Holy shit!
1: Cool. I, I'm I'm 99.9% sure that that's uh, what I remember reading about that, and uh-huh. I think Glazer's is one of the best kills in the movie. Oh, other than other crazy. than Eddie with the shears in the neck, Glazer's death is probably the the mo- the creepiest. And, and it and was his
2: idea to be lifted off the ground. I was reading about that.
1: Glazer's, yeah,
2: the actor uh-huh. who played Glazer, yeah. like he like uh-huh. he helped like created so it looks like the shears the are lifting them off the ground that was a great kill
0: it sure as fuck was yeah this movie's a blast my now i i haven't had one negative thing to say or one nitpick but one thing brings the movie down every single time and really it's the last it's the, the final chase it's just it goes on for too long it's a final guy that i'm not they want us to be invested in this character. And I'm just not invested in him. And I'm barely invested in Todd. And It,
1: it, it should have been up. the main counselor, the girl. It should
0: have been Michelle. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yes, it, it the
1: movie been. takes. That's why this movie, this is a movie that I think, although I love, could easily benefit from a remake slash sequel, whatever. Like I mean, in this case, a remake would be sure. good and then maybe a sequel. But who knows? Like I just, I feel like there's so many places you. Uh, maybe it's been there, done that. Friday the 13th, use the girl. We're going to use Elford. Maybe that was the thought process.
2: You know, maybe yeah. they were playing it up that Alfred could have been one of the kids early, earlier. You know, maybe that was what they were going for. I, I never thought it for a second, you know, even uh, though it turns out to be Todd. But, yeah, usually you want a, a final girl.
0: And not, not two final guys. That in one of them, that he does, I don't know, he's just, I, I'm not endeared to him at all. I, I, I mean, yes, he is getting picked on. And he shouldn't have been looking at that girl on the show. I'm not saying he's a total creep, but to and, be but honest, he was saying...
2: only being picked on by Glazer, and nobody liked Glazer.
0: That's true. You're right. You're right. He was.
2: So it's it's weird because you know even uh, I forgot Jason Alexander's name. Dave. In this he would have been he great.
0: Was... I'd rather see him. He, been he was
2: terrific. I mean, he was terrific. You could he tell ter- like you could tell his performance in some movies, like, this movie that this guy's
1: going on to do other stuff. Yeah, it's
0: it, it like he just has him. he
2: just has presence.
1: Well, you know what? He, he probably became the most... Obviously, he was the most famous other than maybe the heart, the, the wine scenes that made the movie as to success that came after because yeah. of Seinfeld. But if you actually Google Glazer or look at IMDB for Glazer and Eddie, they're in tons of shit, man. They've like, done, yeah. tons. The girls are the ones that have been in the least amount of stuff, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I know. Or Tiger. Yeah. So. Tiger.
0: How many times did Michelle say the word Tiger in the first freaking she, <laughs> eight she must have said tiger eight times in the first freaking 15 minutes of this film when they got to camp did you guys notice that? i notice yeah. it every single time i watch it how many times she says Tiger? oh tiger
2: i want her tiger. to
1: die every time too i want her and, to then, get you ne- and then
2: you never, never hear about tiger right? again oh, even though she's on the no. trip and she right. just disappears basically
0: they set her up like she might be a main girl, yes, yeah. Tiger, tiger, tiger. She's running. She's oh my god! And then and they could
2: have used her because she seemed like the youngest, so it would have
1: been good to use her.
0: Yeah, I don't. Why not?
1: I don't know why.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> or not she could
1: have get before. killed. I think I think the misstep was that Alfred should have been killed after the Peeping Tom scene and Tiger should have been killed or something like that because they introduced them. They both get killed because they're kind of innocent and, and whatever and he's a, kind of a creep but kind of innocent. Boom, dead. That could have boosted the body count up and then you focus on the girl and then Todd has to save the girl because there's a connection there. It's it, it just, it takes some bizarre yet I guess that's kind of its charm that the, the, the route it decides to take. Yeah.
0: In a way, except I just don't like, like the end, it doesn't even, it could, it could have been a girl, but we have, first we had to watch, watch the guy walk all the way through that freaking maze thing, that that, that that abandoned copper mill, that shit that they had to walk through. First, we had to see him walk through it for like 10 minutes. Then we had to see Todd walk through the exact same thing for 10 minutes. Meanwhile, Cropsey is not giving chase to anybody. At, at any time, do you see Cropsy chasing these people? No, we we'll just have to assume that he's on the chase. That's where it falters, is in that climax. Yeah, I don't know why right. they did it. I don't get it. And then... Check it out. This was supposed to be in a cave. The climax was supposed to be filmed in a cave. They went into a cave, and the first one was loaded with bats, and like loaded. And they brought lights down and everything, and they, they couldn't. They had to abandon it. Then they found another cave, and they went down there, and they, they get they get halfway down the cave. And then all of a sudden, they, they had like a string to lead them back, because that's how far down into it they were getting. And they looked down at the string, and the fucking cave Started crumbling, they started so they were afraid the cave was going to collapse. So, being it, you was,
2: know, it was concave,
0: a, a low budget, <laughs> <laughs> a low budget feature, uh, a movie that you know they're not equipped to deal with things like that. So, they just bolted. So, yeah. they had to settle for this freaking what ended up being an abandoned uh copper um mill or something. Yeah,
2: basically. even before that, you get to watch Alfred and Todd both go through separate uh, that's what I'm saying, statements of running through the woods before they even that get too. to the copper, yeah. They could have
0: they, they needed more kills as filler, actually. And they could have trimmed ten minutes off this climax easily, and, yeah. and whatever it boosted yeah. it up. And, and the know,
1: climax, climax is edited very poorly. I, I made. Yes. I've, I've made. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. There's the the scene where the he suddenly gets this flame thrower, which is cabled, <laughs> so it only has so much distance it can go. Then it stops right at the opportune, like, you know, best moment. And then he has to relight it or or, or reset it on fire for the big climax. And there's some just editing when it goes into the flashback sequences. It's edited weird. Like, who's that flashback sequence for, really? But then the axe to the head is kind of a great little payoff.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a great scene. But that pop up still scares me. Still jump a little when he. When Cropsey pops back up after the initial, when you think he's dead.
0: Yeah, and he grabs him around the neck. It's freaking. Yeah,
2: it's, yeah it's fucking. It, it makes you make shit jump, even though you like you know it's gone.
0: Yep, it's cool. You know, I don't like the way Cropsey looks as far as supposedly being a burn victim. And Sweeney said himself that it was a three day rush job. And, you know, if he had more time and everything else and seeing burn victims over the years, he, he realized that's not what they're supposed to look like. Basically, he just did something on, on the quick. But like he doesn't look like a burn victim. He looks way too inhuman to be a human. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, he, he looks, looks like, like a monster.
2: He, I was gonna say a mongoloid. Yeah, he looks yeah, he Much looks worse like a pre- than
0: a mongoloid. He looks like
1: a ghoulie muppet. Outer space.
0: A ghoulie muppet. <laughs> I am not <nothing> animal. <laughs> he looks like some from outer space. He doesn't look like anything remotely outer human. Space. I don't think he looks like anything from outer space. Like an alien. I don't know. I don't know. How about this? Speaking of that, remember when they did that scary thing at the campfire where they're telling the campfire tale and the guy Eddie, jumps out? Eddie.
2: Yeah, where Eddie pops out. Yeah. You
0: realize the mask that he has on looks just like the uh, Gunther from freaking the Funhouse. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. is that something? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it always reminds and me of. Yeah.
1: How fucked up is it that that scene is identical to Friday the 13th part two? I know. And they came know. out one week apart from one another in 81. One yeah. week apart.
0: Amazing. Savini it, blew off Friday two to do this because he thought the idea of Jason coming back was stupid.
1: So yeah. <laughs> he did this. I know. Morals and special effects makeup. I'm glad artists. he
2: did this too, but like, he, I bet he's like thinking back to the idea of Friday two being stupid and being like, "Wow, I was way off." Well, oh, that's why he came and back did for, the for final chapter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. To kill him off. But I mean, here's what makes no sense. Friday 2 ended up being crazy censored anyway, while the burning and the prowler and maniac were allowed to be pretty fucking gory. But that's that's a whole other story. That's because Friday pissed off the people and they punished them. But so either way, even if Savini would have gone to do Friday 2, Mani- maniac sucked. never
2: even got a rating though, right?
0: They didn't even You're try right. to get a rating. Good call. They put it out non-rated. At the yeah. Because X would X would not have played, which you can release it non-rated and get. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it actually, yeah. at that time, it did get an X rating. That's what Unrated was at that point. It was given the branded of X.
0: No, it wasn't. They didn't want the branding of X. Yeah, they didn't, it submit, they didn't
2: submit it to the MPAA because they knew yeah. it would get the X. Oh,
1: okay. That's what yeah. it was. All right.
2: Yeah.
0: Pretty crazy. But yeah, that that's what they did. And now it's R. I mean, obviously. At least yeah. they, they branded it R. I don't think it's been censored since it's initial release, but... But anyway, uh, something happens at the. I think the last shot is actually scary. Another thing, but something's scary, I gotta bring it up. When that guy, when they reenact the campfire scene yeah. at the end, and the guy mm-hmm. goes, "You're dead," I
2: love it. I love that. Yeah, it's I, think, I think it's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, because so it, like it just continue. re yeah ret- retells the campfire tale. It's like yeah. the campfire tale will live on. I I think it's. Yeah. I, I always thought it was great too.
2: Or the idea of – or Cropsey might even live on because they're keeping it alive by telling the story. So who right. knows? Oh,
0: dude, let me ask you this. This is what makes no sense. If you were Todd and you burned Cropsey, would you five years later be telling the story about Cropsey being burned and making light of it?
2: That would be true. true. <laughs> Todd's kind of a dick because he used it as a great campfire story and then shows no remorse at the end and serves a killing Cropsey again.
1: And I had this thought what? as well, and I brought this up before, so it's it's, it's regurgitated, but I want to hear your thoughts on this. If he burnt him five years before, and he is all deformed, and then he burns him five years later, does that make him go back normal? <laughs> that was a long setup, uh, I right know. I'm sorry.
2: Once bitten, twice burned. <laughs> He's overdone. A Big Mac.
0: Overdone. <laughs> You've I never want seen anything that. like it. <laughs> that thing at the beginning that you mentioned for a second, when they're wheeling him down the thing, yeah. and you hear the voiceovers, the voiceovers, I think that's fucking brilliant. It's awesome. I love that.
1: The creepiest, yeah, creepiest opening. There's so many creepy parts to this movie that you worry, that I wonder why other parts feel so rushed. And I feel it was rushed. I feel like... I didn't read this. I feel like the ending was rushed. I think that's why we're getting a chase scene that's not really a chase scene. I think there's padding. I think maybe they expected to have some other kills and they didn't. Uh, And I think they they played it out and they they did the running time. Uh, I think they changed the whole look of the killer. And At the beginning, he's wearing that with a hat and and the, the black. And then really, he's just in the black and all you're seeing is shears. And I think the director had to do the shears. Because he said no one seemed to be able to do it right. The actor couldn't really do it right, so the director was always doing the sheer shots. I saw, like that playing the that. killer. for yeah, that there were stuff no kills
2: too. after the raft scene, right? After the raft scene? After the raft scene, no
0: kills. You don't think so? I, th- I think, um, I think after the raft scene is when we see Glazer and Sally killed. I could be wrong.
1: No, I think those are the first two. Sally's the first one, then Glazer, first, Glazer and that's what. Then, then the, then the rafts. rafts are gone, which is what makes them go exactly. And then the raft, there's the raft Massacre.
2: Yeah, because Glazer mm-hmm. wasn't involved with building the raft, so he was dead at that point.
0: I think the raft scene was before the Glazer kill. I think and you might be seven. right.
2: I think you might be right, actually, because...
0: It's not, I not too far apart. But I think Either
2: was... way, after that kill, that's it. After those sets of kills, those seven kills are pretty much the whole movie, with the exception of Cropsy and the prostitute, right? That's it. Nine total. Well, I think I read it was ten, but I can't figure out who the tenth is. I think it's ten too. Well, it's the five yeah. on the raft, Glazer, Sally, Cropsy. Um, oh, the other
0: girl in the beginning. What's her name? Um, oh, Karen.
2: Karen. Yes. And, and and the and the prostitute makes
1: ten. Yeah. There
0: you
1: go.
2: Okay. And the prostitute
0: but, makes ten. How many times did you say that? Like,
1: the pro- <laughs> they have that horrible shot too of. Uh, I don't know why they needed to put it back in where he sees the girl that got her neck slit and it's a still. Oh,
0: terrible. That why did that, they use
1: that? that? It, I don't know why they even still, put that in.
0: Yeah. They wanted to do that freaking stupid Halloween freaking funhouse shit that everybody was doing at the time, but it ended up not working because it was a still shot and it was supposed to be in a darker place in a cave and then
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, they put it in, in that little barn and yeah. Yeah.
1: However, that's, that's, that's the positive oh. definitely outweigh uh, the negatives. <clears throat> The negatives are Hell just, yeah. again, what gives it its charm, seemingly. So, And this is
2: where what where, where you talk about, Dave, with, with good dialogue. And, yes. you know, we all talk about good ca- characters, carries the film, even in its probably the weakest act being the final act, because, right. you know, there's there's no kills. There's still, you know, the acting's good. The dialogue's good. You're invested enough that you care. Mm-hmm. Maybe you wish it was different people, but it carries it through. Otherwise you be like, "What the hell? No one died."
0: Didn't it, matter. I, I love the camaraderie of the four guys. A uh, 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 freaking uh, of Dave, Jason, Alexander,
4: yeah, Woodstock, and,
0: and Woodstock, and the other kid. Uh, who was Fish. the other kid? Fish. Fish. He looks like freaking. I, every time I watch this movie, for a second. The guy from like-
1: Nash uh, Vacation. Christmas and uh, Night of the
0: Creeps. Yes.
1: Yep. And then it, Jason Lively.
0: Every time I say
1: it, yes. I I think it. I said it in my podcast too, the other one. Yeah. I said it's Jason Lively and I'm like, "No, it's not. It's not him."
0: But it looks exactly right. like him. <laughs> sure, why wouldn't it be him? He was he was in Night of the Creeps. He was around at that time. I mean, shit. Yeah. Vacation. Yeah. I like seeing Fisher him.
2: Stevens. Fisher Stevens is uh wood, Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, yep. he's great yep. too, man. man. He's cool. Short well, Circuit too and The Burning.
0: <laughs> right, one, two, three, porkum. He says, and then they shoot Glazer in the ass. Oh. <laughs> porkum. <'em. laughs>
1: there's more camp in this than Friday the Thirteenth. It was like Sleepaway Camp again. Oh, yeah. You definitely get way more right. camp.
0: And then,
2: camp, it, camp and then, camp then the big girl just
1: checks Glazer right into the water. <laughs> yeah, and Sally still sleeps with him.
2: Yes, yeah, Sally, yeah, she, she, yeah. I couldn't get a hint on I like it because
1: there's banjo. They get the banjo in there, like a Friday the Thirteenth movie. They're all having it's fun. Like a, yep.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of Snoopy. When, when it reminds you like the Snoopy freaking <laughs> when Snoopy went to camp and the Charlie Brown kids and, and they're they're rowing and they're playing that music. That's what it reminds me every time I watch it. They're freaking Snoopy, right? So, and you know that that shit was real. Like if you watch the movie, people rowing a boat. That's not how you row a boat. They have three people rowing at the same time and everything else. And uh, the director just let it happen. And they crashed into each other and that one canoe sank. None of that was scripted. It was all, the director just let them go and do it because he knew it was going to be ridiculous and they crash into each other. So then we just let these dumb kids be dumb kids and freaking, it, it was all, none of it was on the script. Everything you see on that boat ride was, just the kids having fun. That's funny because they went down quick. <laughs> yeah, one girl said, "Oh, what's her name?" is on the commentary. There's, there's a commentary with um with freaking Tiger, and she says that she thinks that there was, actually was a hole in the boat, and somebody put a hole in the boat intentionally, for to have a slow leak. That's what they believe.
2: But I don't that's know. awesome. This is yeah. the uh, Scream Factory edition.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we better rate this sucker on. Huh? We got to got more to do here.
1: Oh yeah, Let's man. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Uh, okay, I'll go again. I will say eight and a half out of 10. If it wasn't for the fucking last scene, it could be higher because everything that you want in a slasher is in this movie, but that, you know, that climax brings it down, but eight and a half.
2: Yeah. I'll I'll go next. I'll say, uh, I'm right there with the eight and a half. I wish there were a few more kills, but still so much fun.
0: Yeah. And I,
1: I really love this movie as well. Uh, I do have some issues with it, but ultimately it's an eight out of 10.
0: Right I thought you were going to come in higher. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. I thought you were going to come in with a nine. No shit. All right. Well, we are doing some triple R's, but we're not going to do as many as usual because this is a big show. So how many? Well, we'll see. <laughs> we all have different amounts today. So we're just going to kind of uh, go through a lot of stuff. Christian has seen. I have seen also. So Christian, you should hey, take your lead.
1: I, I am going to take a lead because I took a challenge. And I really need to get this off my chest. I watched, I watched, oh wait, do we have the theme music for this? The theme music for Triple R's? Yeah. Sing me in. Give me a second. I
0: can (laughs) find something. No, I'm counting. Triple R's?
1: (laughs) I think I sang some stupid (laughs) song last time. I watched Voodoo. Ah,
0: I can't wait to hear this. Tell me you agree with me.
1: Here we go. (sighs) I have notes. Right. Dave was absolutely, positively, unequivocally I don't even know what's the word, right about the wow. end part. Right, he was Thank right. You. It is like a bad haunted house Halloween haunt. Unfortunately, what he didn't quite prepare me for was the brutal 40 minutes that led up to that point because <laughs> that they were horrible as well. Uh, a couple <laughs> things, Ron Jeremy... Why? I mean, I used to have respect for this guy, and he's in this movie. The Uncle Molester character was a dreadful fucking actor. Actually, I think all the actors were horrible, except maybe the main girl. I think she was okay. I said she was all right, but everybody else I thought was horrible. The movie itself, honestly, it was fucking atrocious. I don't understand. I'm not sure what people are seeing in this, because it, it was good horrible I said the only thing voodoo worse than this was the body count song voodoo but at least that one has some unintentional laughs because the lyrics are so brutal if you don't know what that is just google or youtube body count voodoo and enjoy that song trust me, I love that song it's just so horribly bad it's voodoo, oh
0: it was like an elson chains ripoff
1: I know this. no 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 you got it's I saw this woman. She had a doll. The doll looked like me. She had a knife. She stuck it in the doll. Ah, my eye, bitch. Those are lyrics. You gotta hear what? it.
2: That sounds awesome.
1: It's horrible, but you gotta hear it. So it I give like this ice. movie. It like clay. I give this movie for the three sequences that I'm gonna mention here, which is the unsettling opening. A baby eating scene and the devil rape, and I don't even care if those are spoilers. Uh, I would give this movie a four. A four out of ten. Oh, God. I wanted to I prove Dave wrong. Challenge. I wanted to prove you wrong, Dave. I really wanted to enjoy five. this, but you were bang on.
0: What did you give it, Dave? I gave it a five.
2: All Dude, right, I'm not taking what? this challenge. I know I was supposed to take this challenge as well, but I'm not doing it.
1: These guys, <laughs> these guys are saying this movie's great. The second you yeah. see the thing, it's like, it looks like they just got like. They bought one of those mannequin comedy. things with the red eyes. There was nothing scary yeah. <laughs> about it at all. It was absolutely laughable. Yep.
2: Now and Christian's it, getting
1: angry. No. Yay. Well, because maybe Dave he was being too hard on this. Maybe Dave was being too hard on the movie. I don't know. But no.
2: It turns out he was
0: being too easy on it. Yeah, I guess.
1: So that's yeah. it. Four out of ten. Voodoo. Four out
0: of ten. See well, it at your own risk. Uh, yeah, hey. You know what I say about it. As long as we're uh, going low, I am going to uh, start off with something here.
2: Citation on what film?
0: <laughs> this is the – no, this is this, – it'll be short. I'm just going to read my notes. Uh, this is a screener I have. Um, the name of the movie is The Control Group, and it's Wild Eye releasing. Oh, God, Wild Eye. <laughs> starring Brad Dourif. That's why I chose this one. I had three to choose from. Brad and I chose just because Bradley was in it. Yeah, Brad but you
2: Durf. never choose Wild Eye.
0: Whatever. I wanted to see Brad Dura. When I show you the other two that I was suggested, you will you'll, you'll know why I picked this. So he stars as a mad scientist in this movie. Um this movie follows kidnapped co-eds as they attempt to escape from his grasp. Writer-director Paul Hurd's debut is is now available on cable digital platforms, including iTunes, Dish Network, Vudu, Xbox, Google Play, and YouTube. A DVD release is planned for May. So, I chose this one mostly, like I said, because Brad Durf is in it. I'm going to read my notes um, and try to remember it the best I can, because it's been a couple weeks for a lot of these movies uh, for the 2017s. These kids wake up, uh, they were knocked out, and we see one... I want to say that it's Jack, but Jack, Corey, Vanessa, Jamie, Grant, they they wake up and they're in an abandoned asylum, and uh, he's hallucinating, and you see that he's having flashbacks. It's kind of funny because the first 20 minutes of this film, when when these people meet up and they're talking, they know some have known each other longer, but they're not really good friends. And I can't remember how they even all got together. They're part of an experiment. That's what happened. But the first 20 minutes of this film when they're talking, it reminded me of video game acting. <laughs> That's all I could say. Video was, game acting? You know, you you're, you play like modern video games, like yeah. uh, Until Dawn or things like that. And you see the way they're talking to each other. It totally reminded me of the acting you see in video games.
2: <laughs> like uh, Hubert? Like Hubert?
0: Yeah, Hubert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that got better it got it got out of there but different things happen you see uh, you keep seeing a a hooded figure you don't know why then later on this ghost girl appears named Anne, and she the way she talks she sounds like the resident evil girl you know the 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 the, the resident evil one that you are doing something wrong that girl whatever the hell siri
1: before siri came out siri (laughs) whatever it is that voice
0: yeah okay alexa (laughs) These guys are running around and they end up calling them the crow people. They had these hoods on and they had these long nose. You know what they look like? They look like friggin' spy versus spy. Spy versus spy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Mad Magazine. Dude, yeah. They legit, that's what these things look like. So they have all these things going on at once. They got these spy versus spy crow people that wake up. They're they're all hallucinating different things. And then, like I said, this this one guy sees the ghost girl. There's all kinds of weird shit going on. Uh, The score is actually good. The CG gore is a problem, unfortunately. Um, you know, we find out that these people are test subjects. There becomes a, there starts a there's a battle going on between doctors, scientists, security, and you know, mechanics. And it, there's some practical effects that aren't bad. It goes into something. It's a little bit convoluted. Like it's there's a lot of shit going on. I'm just gonna read the rest of my notes here. they're, they're hunting for a file to find out how to stop some things. They keep being told to to not trust, not to trust, and and to only trust your instincts. Then later on, they meet up with the zombies and crow people, and there's more battling. It goes batshit crazy. Uh, They do a few cool things with the color palette, but for some reason, it looks like 2004, like when you watch a Saw movie, like the way that that that, the the tone of the film, the way it looks, like that green or sepia tone that they call it.
4: Greenish, yeah.
0: That's what this looks like, and it's a 2017 movie, so that's kind of weird. Doctor Brad, you don't get to see him much. You don't get to see Brad Dorff nearly as much as you want to. And he's just there. And That's ultimately how they
2: sucked t- you in. That's how they sucked you in. That's they how told they suck. But I they told they told you he was in it.
0: I'm telling you, when I show you the other two I had to choose from, you'll see why I chose this. But ultimately, <laughs> it's below average. Nothing special. Four and a half out of ten. So that is uh the control group.
1: We're starting low this year. Yeah.
0: This I week. went low because yeah, because you had your low, so I said I'll go into mine. So. Cool. Boom. Are we letting Brandon got, go yet? <laughs> well, how many got, are you
2: guys? Are you guys doing four each? Because if you are, you guys do one more before. Okay.
1: Go I could ahead. I could go even ahead. cut it down to three if if we want to. Okay. So I'm go good. Ahead. Whatever you want to do. Okay. Well, we'll do th- Put time. it this way. I'll uh I'll I'll now say that all the other ones I watched were quite good. I I, I I'll I'll go. It was a very good week after Voodoo. Cool. So the next movie was a bizarre one i didn't know what to expect i definitely wasn't expecting what i got either and that is we are the flesh yeah i saw this too
2: i'm interested to hear about this i've been hearing really good things about this
1: so this is a mexican horror film and it's a positive (laughs) you hear that jp it's a positive for once yeah See be claro. claro. The dialogue is very scarce, like scarce for the first like ten minutes or so. So this is, we open. There's a guy secluded. It looks like an abandoned warehouse. He's farting around creating like with materials, and he's like making a gas. And then yeah, he, he was a, making meth or something. Yeah, and he's <laughs> ringing a bell, uh, or a bell rings, and he seems to be trading this gas for eggs through this hole in the wall. And so we're. Under the impression, of course, that we're in like a Mad Max post apocalyptic uh, world and whatnot. Then eventually, two kids break in. Uh, we find out they're brother and sister. They kind of ask to stay. Uh, the dude locks them in a room to sleep and makes them work during the day. And the work is like consists of them taping up the room with like cardboard and empty egg cart- cartons and whatnot. He doesn't actually like the eggs, he just wants the cartons so he can create stuff with them. <laughs> Pretty much yeah, uh, the guy's totally off his fucking rocker. He's a totally insane uh, as he states in a really creepy scene. He's embraced his like isolation and is no longer afraid of his deepest darkest, sickest thoughts or feelings. And uh, so you don't know. Is it, you know, is it drugs? Is it madness? Is, is it both? Uh, as the movie progresses, it gets more twisted and more bizarre in the actual story and also in its storytelling technique. And so it becomes allegory. Very much like, not very much, but in the same tone as like uh, the Neon Demon last year, we get, it it goes into, you're going to be reading into this movie a lot. It becomes a little bit more artsy. Uh, It actually Uh. becomes very artsy. There's lingering uh, close-ups. Again, this is a joke, but there's lingering, this is not a joke. There's lingering close-ups of Bush. And there's yes. just enough penis to keep Brandon yes. engaged as well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the ending the ending is intriguing. And it could either be looked at as a brilliant punchline to the movie or an absolute total cop-out. And I can see arguing people arguing it both ways. Uh, so well, while I was blown away, when I watched The Neon Demon last year, I wasn't quite as blown away as this one, but I really enjoyed my time with the movie. It's it's short. It's 80 minutes. It's definitely unsettling <laughs> in, in scenes, and it, it goes into some territory that you would never expect it to go into. Very bizarre, very haunting. Uh, it's definitely recommended. I give it a 7 out of 10.
2: Whoa. Wow. Came in a lot lower than you were talking.
1: Yeah, wow. it's, because, got- yeah it's because I got to see it again, I think. Because I'm not sure, like, I I, I really enjoyed it, but I'm just not sure if it's the masterpiece it wants to be. Okay.
0: No, it's not. Fucking, I couldn't wait for it to end. Really?
1: Oh, God, what did
2: you give it?
0: (laughs) Dude, it was crazy artsy. Uh, I mean, crazy. Just it, there's art stuff I love, like the Neon Demon and artsy movies that we we've, we've blown here, you know, Black Coats Daughter and everything else. But there's artsy that makes sense, and there's artsy that's just there to be artsy, yeah. and that's what this was to me. I didn't. There's lots of genitalia all over the place. I mean, it's 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 nice seeing that chick. She's kind of hot. Uh, we get a little bit of that. We get to see her genitalia. It's it's The beginning was fine. I was intrigued for like the first 15, 20 minutes. And the more we got into the character of him, and then when he forces them to have sex, and then he dies and then somehow comes back, and you don't know what's going on, and don't what's real, what's yeah. not, and what's not. Yeah, then everything he hasn't everything seen the did. movie. <laughs> huh? Don't he hasn't seen the movie keep, yet. Keep telling the whole it doesn't matter in a movie like this because none of it makes sense. That's what I'm saying. You don't even know who I'm talking about when I said he dies and comes. It could be anybody. There's all kinds of shit going be, on in this could
2: movie. Could be the girl. It's, she could die and he comes back.
0: It, the, it, there just, is there is wacky stuff, Dave, and I agree.
1: And I, I was, was like, what the fuck? But I was intrigued. I wanted to see how it played wow. out. I really wanted to see how it played out.
0: The and, soundtrack and the mood were a plus. I'll say that. And it's not a horrible movie. Ultimately, I gave it a five. It's a fucking right there, five out of ten. It's a movie.
2: Nah, I know just... some people have been super high on this though, yeah, and,
1: and I've I've seen both extremes. I've yet to You're see someone like come it. right in the middle. I think Brandon will like it.
2: I can't wait. To, I'm that, that. I think Brandon will yeah, like it. Is, I'll I'll check it out. I'm, I was very intrigued by this one. But
1: again, I I it wasn't I I wasn't. I, I'm with Dave a little bit. That's why it's a 7 as opposed to me blowing it and giving it like a 9 or 10. It's yeah. something I don't get everything that happened. And I think it's because, as, Brandon, or as Dave said, it was trying, or I even said this, it was trying to do stuff. I don't know if it was always successful in delivering yeah. what it wanted to do. However, I did like a lot of what it was doing. So another view could turn it into a five or a nine. I, I, I agree. It, it could go either way. Five just seems bizarre to me, but I guess if I'm at a seven, I go down. It's just five we say is average. And I, I think this movie will draw, it will have to draw more extremes. So even the fact that I'm at a seven almost is uh suspect in a sense, but that's where I sit right now. Cool. Dave, you got one more?
0: This one's going to be worse than, my, than I usually am because I, I, even though I saw it, I don't remember it so well. So, again, I'm just going to read my notes. This is called Dig Two Graves. In the beginning, it's 1947, and we see a couple bodies being thrown off a cliff into the water. And you see a sheriff and a deputy. I think I sent you guys a message at one point because I got confused halfway through because next thing you know, it's it's 30 years later. And it, it, let me take you back to the 30 years before. Sorry, I jumped ahead. But right before it cuts to the 30 years later, you see the two a sheriff and a deputy. And the deputy tells the sheriff, you're not the sheriff in this town anymore. And, he, and the sheriff takes his badge and throws it in the water. And now I can't tell which of them is the good guy and which is the bad guy by that exchange. So later on, it's 30 years later, and then we see a sheriff. And I don't, again, I don't know which is the guy in the right or which is the guy in the wrong. That wasn't made clear to me. And maybe that's just me. But one of the guys is Ted Levine, and he is now the sheriff. I believe he was the deputy. He became the sheriff. And then basically, uh, as the story unfolds, it becomes a story between them two. We see that the one guy did something wrong, and he was shaking down some gypsies uh, that were in the neighborhood. And again, I'm trying to remember this as best I could. But the guy did something wrong, and shit. How can I do this? Naked. You know what? I can barely remember what the hell's going on here. Put your, put um, your
2: toe in your mouth. That too. The one you're massaging right now.
0: Right? <laughs> um, three guys from the past. They exchange a friend for a brother. Yeah, somebody says, if you, somebody, you know what? I don't even fucking remember. It's a six and a half out of ten. It's not a bad movie. I can't remember shit about it. There's snakes. Somebody wants a pendant. Uh, somebody, a kid takes someone else to a ledge. They they try to reenact it. Basically, everything that happens in the past comes back to haunt people in the future. And I can't remember shit. And I'm just gonna, I'm just shooting there. That's, that's, I heard that's it a, was kind
2: of confusing. I heard a lot of people were 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 a little confused by this one. I haven't checked not, it out yet.
0: It's not bad. Like I said, it's a six and a half out of ten. It's worth checking out. Maybe you guys can make more sense of it. And if I would have taken better notes, I, w- I would have more to say about it. But I'm just gonna leave it at that. That's all I got. Sorry.
1: That's okay, man. That's okay. Brandon, you finally get the floor.
2: Oh, I get to speak. All right. My first movie is a film called Peelers.
1: Nice. I'm intrigued. Uh, Yeah,
2: I've been hearing a lot of positive things about this film, so I decided to check it out. It's about a small-town strip club owner who must defend her bar called the Titty Balls. She (laughs) must defend her strippers and her life when violent, infected patrons show up on the final night that she's the owner, she sold the place, and this is her final night as owner, and all hell breaks loose. All right, so the, the main character, the, the owner of the bar, her name is Blue Jean, although you do not want to call her BJ because <laughs> when you do, she beats the shit out of you. The, I like her. Um, she's it's, like, of the it's like Marty
0: McFly being called chicken.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So on her last night as the owner, like a group of mine workers come in and they're like they start to become infected because they touch some sort of like weird oil that they found on their last shift. They just got off work and they came in. They think they're going to be rich. They're talking about being rich, but they they touch this goo that they found. They think it's oil, but it's making them go crazy. So the infection starts and so does the mayhem. Um, as the film progresses, I think there's a lot of bad dialogue in here, but very good gore. Some real gross-out shit, too. One, one scene in particular with one of the strippers named Baby. Really nasty stuff. It's funny, though. It's very much a contained film. It takes place pretty much entirely inside the club, which is almost kind of silly, considering you kind of get shots early on in the film to see how easy it is to kind of get out of the club yet it seems like they're they're stuck in, like, a cave almost, even though they <laughs> could pretty much walk out multiple exits. You know, if I had to compare this t- to another film, I-, I would say it has that feel of, like, Feast.
0: I knew you were going to say Feast. Wow. <laughs> it, it
2: does have oh, that feel. It's easy. Fe- I Feast, I like a lot more, but it has that feel. So if you're a fan of those films, I think you'll be a fan of this one. Um, It seems silly at times, and, you know, it's – it's goofy. There's definitely comedy to it. So it's it's not... It's really more of like a zombie comedy almost or an infection comedy because they're not really zombies. Best part of the film is Blue Jean herself. She's She gives, as far as I'm concerned, the best performance. Yeah, I mean, not really much to say. I don't really want to give much away. It's got great gore. Great gore, good kills. Good production value. Some interesting... Decent production value, good twists... Some funny scenes. Um, you get you get an end scene after the credits where you find out how the bar got its name called Titty Balls, which is which is a pretty funny scene. Uh, <laughs> Blue Jean's very big into baseball. I'll just say that. And uh, overall, I enjoyed it a lot. I know a lot of people are coming in very high on this. It's a fun film. I'm not coming in as high as other people, but it's it's a solid six, six and a half for me. Six and a half, I'll give it. Does, cool.
1: does Definitely Peeler's- worth Peeler's does peelers work in its way into the gore? Is it like a? Does no, not, not just, really, okay. not
2: really. More like, more like sunken, hollowed black eyes oozing goo, and then just some really cool, violent, bloody deaths. But nothing in terms of peeling.
0: Okay, I'm gonna check it. it out. Picturing... Definitely I'll worth check checking it out.
2: out. I think you guys will enjoy it. I really Is do. It too I, goofy? I could... Some of the dialogue was a little cringy, but. You know, it's one of the twists was like, you're like, what? How, how can that be even possible? But honestly, this is not the type of film that I nitpick the way I want to nitpick a film like like Devil's Candy, which is why we're revisiting it again tonight.
0: OK, right. On. You know,
2: th- this is just the type of film I pop in and, and enjoy.
1: And I, I would watch it again.
0: Six and okay. a half. Cool. cool. All
1: right. Well, I'm pleased to talk about this movie. It's The Void.
0: I can't wait to talk about
1: this. Yeah. Movie. Okay, so it's a return to 80s style monster movie. That's how I felt like about it. It kind of felt to me like Splinter meets From Beyond, or I guess the better comparison would be The Thing meets From Beyond. And what I mean by that, it's it's kind of, as you were um, just we- talking about, it's a contained movie in a sense as well. So And then the From Beyond part plays into it. And, I, and it felt like From Beyond a lot of times with... Where, some of the characters and where it goes. So um, Hellraiser. Hellraiser yeah, 1 and 2. Bit well. of Hellraiser in there too. So, Holy crap. Yeah. You guys are Crazy.
2: dropping some big titles here. Uh,
1: so this... Um, it's not as good as those. Just James, James character... We open on this James character running from a farmhouse and he escapes into his wood, uh, woods. There's a woman running after him. She gets shot down, dead. We don't know what the hell's going on. We cut to a cop. Um, deputy... Deputy... Daniel Carter and the, the James dog. guy. Pardon? Deputy dog. Yeah, <laughs> deputy. Yep, deputy dog. Uh, so he, the 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 James character from the beginning, crawls out of the woods right in front of him, <laughs> and he takes him to the hospital. The hospital's where we spend most of the movie. Uh, if there's a set cast there, like a doctor. The deputy's sort of extra- estranged or... His ex wife, or, or whatever, they're on a break or whatever because of something that happened with a baby and, and their relationship couldn't get by it. And uh, an intern, and a grandfather, and a pregnant woman, they're all in this hospital right there. Soon the hospital there gets surrounded gone. by these cloaked figures in white, and literally all hell breaks loose. The clan? Yes. They, they the do, clan. do look like clansmen with yeah. triangles on their heads. The gore and monster effects in this movie, in my opinion, were amazing. Um, just phenomenal. The acting was all right. I mean, there's some better acting. There's some just passable acting. The script is either going to win the viewer over, or it's going to uh, create a void. <laughs> I'm just sorry. <laughs> okay, so there's some explanation given to the going ons, but if you really want to know what's happening, you're probably going to be dis- disappointed, and I, that's really what it that's what it boils down to. Whether or not it gives you enough story or or ex, uh, exposition personally i was totally fine with it uh or i guess more accurately i was 90 percent fine with it because i'm giving the movie a nine out of ten
4: Whoa. i haven't felt
1: this unsettled watching a movie in a long time i did save for the witch like that sense of dread in february last year there's a sense of dread just in a different way permeating this whole movie i think i just felt that the whole time through and the capper is it's also canadian
2: Let the listeners be warned that Christian also gave therapy in eight and a half. No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 hold up, hold up. Christian is, is, what he's saying is what everybody's saying. Everybody is blowing this movie. Everybody is blowing this movie. So don't, Christian's in, he's doing what everybody else is doing.
1: So, yes,
2: that, but that. He also
0: gave can, I, can I add one other capper? So everybody was
1: blowing the Mind's Eye, or not everybody, but a lot of people were like the Mind's Eye, the Mind's Eye, the Mind's Eye because it kind of was a throwback and this is kind of a throwback in the same way. This is more successful as a movie in my opinion. The Mind's Eye had great gore but it had it really didn't feel like it did anything else. I know I might be in the minority there. The story seemed weak to me. Just have been there, that, done Lauren? that.
2: Christian doesn't like you.
1: No, I didn't say that <laughs> at all. Uh... But this one uh, it was definitely more unsettling. That just that feeling the whole way through, and I loved it. Sorry, I'll
0: tell you something. No, don't be sorry. I, I,
1: for cutting you it's, off.
0: A lot of people, a lot of people are loving this. I um, I liked the movie. I thought it was a good movie. I just thought, okay, let me do the positives. There was great practical effects. All practical effects. Great gore. Some really fucking. Incredible scenes. Shit fucking popping out of people's eyes. Tentacles. Shit. Like you said, the thing. There's elements of the thing. There's elements of fucking uh, of From Beyond, uh, a reanimator. Um, Hellraiser 1 and 2, big time. That one scene was exactly the same thing that happened. The engineer in Hellraiser chasing her through the wall in a hospital, and then she jumps out. Same exact thing. Yeah. When you get to the end of the movie, the guy 100% looks like skinless Frank from part one. It's like uncanny. Oh, there, are so <laughs> there are so many things happening. There's so many things going on in this what movie an ass. That I, there are things that we've seen before and I enjoyed it. By the time I got to the third act, I wasn't invested anymore. And I didn't understand the setup. Like the, the first act was great. A- amazing setup. When they got to this hospital for once, I'll give this thing props for once. They have a hospital that's abandoned with good reason. Usually in movies, Horror movies. There's an empty. They're in a hospital, and there's nobody there. Halloween two different movies. There's nobody there, and you and you were like, "Why the hell is this hospital so empty?" This hospital was empty for a reason. They're moving. the The hospital is being shut down. They're going to a new one, so it's, it's a skeleton crew. There's not many people there, and there only happens to be a few people. Anyway, they had get, to get to
2: the get that skeleton crew, in, didn't you? Yeah,
0: that's me. Um, <laughs> not on that. So trademark. they had. <laughs> they had to get it. They they had to get them to this hospital now. It sure as hell was very convenient that somebody that's at that hospital happened to be one of the masterminds behind everything going on. I thought that was a little bit too convenient. Okay, I can overlook that. That's fine. Everything that's going story. on. story. Don't get all high pitched. These people just happen to go there, though. I know,
1: you know but I'm that's saying? that's the whole. I mean, it all builds to that. Yeah, I mean, you're either in or you out. But I mean, I, I, I love it. Just, yeah.
0: you're in it just or you what? So happen to be. You know what I mean? That when this reveal happens later, that they happen to be there and this person happened to be involved. And it just, I don't know, a little bit contrived, I thought. But whatever. That's a slight knock. Everything at the beginning with the white hooded figures and shit was brilliant. I loved it, that whole idea behind it. But then it ends up that you don't even need those people. This movie turns into freaking, and I don't want to give it away, but I'll just compare it to something. It turns into like, Instead of a cult-type thing, it turns into a mad scientist. And I don't even understand by the time you get to the end why you even need those other people, why they even need it. I I, I, I hear
1: what you're saying. You're, you know, there's a lot yeah. of people that have been questioned. Like, there's a lot of that, uh, and people have been saying that. And I, I don't have an issue with it. I, I know where you're going with it, but it didn't bother me because I didn't feel like they're totally unnecessary, but I could see where you're coming from.
0: Here's what it is. You and everybody else are blown away, and with good reason, by the practical effects, but more so by the member berries. This is all about those fucking member berries. Everything you've seen in this movie is freaking something you've seen before, and they're making you think about that movie, and they're appreciating, like I said, you know? Remember the theme? Remember tentacles? You know, there's all these things going on, freaking remember dr west just all these things from all these different freaking horror movies that we love are thrown into this movie and i think people are seeing that and that's taking over and i think because of that they're thinking that it's better than it is anyway i'm just i'm just going to give my score seven and a half out of ten good movie i'm just not blowing it the way i did yeah and was that was that my
1: personality personified or is that my thought process personified
0: Tentacles? The, you're just that's the, Adelia, That's the member berries. You're thinking yeah, about the great the What the hell Mem- is a member
1: berry? Remember
0: Mem- the Remember the googly Muppet? You know the member <laughs> <laughs> I think he you know just know created a members? word. <laughs> it's South Park. In South Park, they're doing all this shit where they, oh, okay. they, they make fun of modern movies, like how they brought back Star Wars, how they bring everything back at the show. Everything you go and see is fucking stuff. It's all stuff. Nothing's original, and it's all... They prey on your memories of, of good things, and they, they make you think things are better than they are. You know? Like this movie, all kinds of confusion, crazy shit. It's like that movie Inception. Uh, and South Park made fun of that movie, too. It's funny, because they say just because something's confusing, and, and, and it's a whole bunch of shit thrown in. Doesn't mean that it's good. Just that, just you know. That, anyway, I'm not dissing it. I would give the movie a seven and a half. But I just, I think that it's making a lot of people's top tens. I don't think it's gonna make mine unless the second view does something. But by the time I got to the third act, and we got in the basement, and there's that triangle thing, and it turns into From Beyond. It just didn't seem like it fit to me. I thought the movie was going somewhere else with the white hooded people, and I thought they had a great thing going for two acts, and then I just, I just didn't care at the end. But
1: Two movies for you to watch for next show.
0: Bo,
2: yeah, seriously. And yeah. This doesn't, so, this doesn't sound like the new
1: positive Dave Z. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. It now. was negative Dave Z, positive Dave Z. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: That's what we Okay. We're,
1: okay.
0: Here's one more. One more from me. Again, I'm gonna do the best I can to remember.
1: Oh yeah, he does get another one. I thought I was about to get mad at him, but I <laughs> realized he yeah, saying? he yet another one. <laughs> Oh, he ended up doing a Stephen Carpenter
2: review of your film.
0: (laughs) Well, here's something I recommend. It's called Johnny Frank Garrett's Last Word.
2: Oh, yeah, I've heard good things about this.
0: This is a good movie. Uh, There's a nun that's killed in the beginning, and there's a trial for it, and there's one juror that's not convinced, and by all means, he shouldn't be convinced. Uh, There's a couple strange circumstances, but everybody in this small town wants to freaking nail somebody to, you know— Somebody murdered a nun. They want to put somebody away from it for it. So this guy he insists, you know, he's innocent. The the juror ends up conceding and buying into what the other juries say. The other jurors say you know, he goes along with them and he reluctantly does. So this guy gets sentenced. He ends up getting uh, a lethal injection, killed. Doesn't want to see a priest or anything. And by the time he gets there, his last words are I'm innocent. And I got a surprise coming to you. So he's threatening. Ooh the jurors and the people watching him and everything else because he's proclaiming his innocence and and, you know i'm coming back for you this is bullshit you know so 10 years later the jurors start getting knocked off and i don't want to say too much it's a good story it's nothing that we've never seen before the execution is good they built some suspense the editing and the cinematography and the score are fucking great uh, it's just the way this movie's presented, the colors, everything about it, it's it, the production values really spoke to me. I, I really enjoyed the movie again. I'm not going to say too much I have a, I have a lot more notes, but I think you get the gist of it. Uh, it's just, you know, this guy becomes the main character, the one juror that was opposed, you know, and it, it begins s- surrounding him and his family, um, There's a real creepy video in a hotel when he's there that's cool, that's memorable. There's an interesting twist uh, about clearing a name and why this guy ended up going away. But the bottom line is there's supernatural shit going on here and these people are being knocked off. And uh, the freaking, they have strings in the freaking, in the, in the, uh, I'm always a sucker for string scores. You know, like the exorcist, you know, string instruments, shit like that. I'm always a sucker when it's done right. They do it in Insidious, they do it in Extras, and uh, you know, not not enough movies, but they. Do always... you like Silly String? I love Silly String. Yeah, yeah I wish right? I had
2: he like is a su- He's a sucker for string, man.
0: I, yeah, I, it's true. I, I love string, but it, it's I good. There's some body string.
2: horror stuff. <laughs> 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 I
0: love. There's string. some body horror stuff going on towards the end uh, involving somebody. Um, at one point, I thought that it. Something was going to happen, and it would have been an amazing ending. An unconventional ending, but I'm like, are they really going to go this way? And I thought for a second, please do it. Please do it. They didn't. They still ended up with a good F.U. ending anyway, so it worked out. But good movie. Another one that I give a 7.5. So- I got
2: to admit, like, even though I'm like kind of all over the place with, with the grades you guys are giving these, these last three movies you talked about, I'm intrigued to see all three. They've been on my list. I just, like I said, I haven't really picked up my pace yet, but... You will. I'm sorry you broke up for a sec, but this one sounds like it's right up my alley.
0: I think you really like it. There's a good mystery going on here. We're trying to figure out who did the killing and everything else, and uh, they're uncovering, you know, dirty secrets of the town and shit like that. It's it's a damn good movie. Uh, It's called
1: Johnny Be Good?
0: It's called Johnny... (laughs) frank garrett's last word just frank rolls garrett's... right off the tongue yeah yeah no so definitely check it out definitely check this one out
2: yeah good, cool good stuff yeah okay my last film is a shutter exclusive and it's a what kind of film is this i don't know talking about revenge. It's, it's called dearest sister oh I
0: didn't it's some know sort
2: that. of like asian asian film it's a
0: seventeen.
2: yeah it's on. Sure. It's on Shutter. It's about a village girl who travels to the Lao capital, Vientiane, to care for her rich cousin who has lost, her, who is starting to lose her sight, and gain the ability to communicate with the dead. Now, obviously, she's not sharing any of that information with anyone. So, Nock, who plays the village girl, she she's motivated by money and nice things because she comes from a very poor village. And she's immediately drawn into this like material world in which her cousin lives because her cousin brings her in, like hires her as help. Her cousin and her cousin's husband are are wealthy, they live in the capital, they have really nice stuff. and, And she's just like drawn into this world. When she notices that her cousin is having these visions of the dead and that she goes into like these almost seizure like trances. She notices that Anna, who who is the cousin, is repeating numbers. She's just after after she has these like attacks, she's just laying there repeating numbers. And Nock decides that, that she's gonna play these numbers as lottery numbers. And it turns <laughs> out and it turns out they are lottery numbers and they start winning. So now Nock becomes torn between actually caring for her cousin or causing her more anxiety. So that she'll have another spell and give more numbers. <laughs> the problem with this film is everybody feels like an antagonist. Mm. Nobody is so so bad to start off, but nobody's really so so good. so you never really kind of invested in 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 one person cheering for one person over another. um they do throw in this housekeeper and groundskeeper, this husband and wife duo that are just like really despicable people just i think to make you feel that knock and her cousin anna aren't as bad but they're really not the best of people either um anna's husband he's a shady businessman he's clearly working around the law he's trying his best to provide for anna he's thinking about moving her back to europe because he's originally from europe to get better care but knock obviously wants to keep her here and and you know continue to get money off of this. It's never really explained why, why it's lottery numbers that, that the dead are giving her. (laughs) Um, but the story is still intriguing. Uh, it doesn't really go into too much into why she's losing her sight. I think she has just some sort of degenerative disease, but I found it kind of silly that she gains this ability to communicate with the dead and why that ability in particular would, make her or cause her to speak out winning lottery numbers the idea of seeing the dead it's done it's done really well it's it's not like you're just seeing ghosts you're almost seeing like from her point of view because she her sight is fading so she's seeing almost like shapes she could sort of make it out but it's not like bad ghostly cgi that's that's in your face so it keeps it from becoming one of those bad ghost films and remains more of a mystery because she's seeing things that that obviously haven't happened. She even there's one scene in particular where she has this vision of her mother dying and then she calls her mother, but her mother's fine. And then it turns out her mother something happens to her later on. So, you know, it just it's it's kinda cool. There's a couple of visions where you're like, Oh, I wanna see how that plays out. That's enough to keep you focused on the relationship between these two.
0: Is it long? Is it a long movie?
2: It's like an hour and 40 minutes. Okay. Well, most you Asian
0: know, movies are... Yeah,
2: it runs a little less. It's probably like an hour and 35, you know, actual running time. You know, again, the the visions, I, I you know, with these types of films, I always want deeper meanings. You know, there's so many, like, dead souls shown throughout this film, but you never really get an idea of why. It, nothing, it could have been way more developed there. Um, some of the visions are very effective and others just seem to lead nowhere like I said there's another vision in particular that she has about her cousin that is key to how the story plays out in the final act and actually in the final scene which was really really well done I thought it was really cool really saved it because I was loving it at the beginning and then sort of in the middle in the second act and even in the beginning of the third act it was starting to get a little silly and ridiculous and then it kind of It picked up in the last 10 minutes as far as I'm concerned. None of it felt forced, and it was well done. You just really weren't quite sure what you were watching at times. Other than that, it's it's actually a really well-made film. These Asian films happen to be really good films. They really are. They just really know how to make a good film. I I don't know if I'm missing some of the stuff that might be culturally significant to this region of the world. It could be stuff there. I didn't really look into it that much. I just took it at face value. And, you know, I quite enjoyed it. I could nitpick it. I wanted to love it because I had heard one person post about it and say it was his favorite film of this year so far. And it was somebody um, from our from our group, I think, or from one of the groups who never usually gives, like, great positive reviews. Like, it takes a lot for him to like. So when I saw he posted this as like his favorite film of the year so far, I was intrigued, and I could see people loving it. I'm not loving it. I'm not hating it. I'm 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 high on it, but not that high. So I'll give it a seven and a half out of ten. Right
0: now, it's on Shutter.
2: Yeah, it's on Shutter.
0: I'll check it out.
2: Yeah, it's, it's and 2017.
1: Speaking of not loving and not hating, <laughs> we go on. I watched it. Aha. Decent production value, decent acting throughout. The main guy kind of irked me a little bit, but I got over it. Uh, It just starts off so promising, and I love the idea behind it, and I love how uh, the premise and how he wants to go out, and how his mom sort of is protective of him, and how that one first sham happens with the doctor, or whoever he goes to see, and how that plays out. I thought that was just great. But then I really find that it just I just lost interest. I just got disconnected, and by the end, I really, I really didn't care. So, although it's not a badly made movie by any means, I just didn't love it. I, I want. I guess, Brandon, you hyped it up so much for me. I wanted to love it, and I feel like I just like a, a six and a half out of ten.
0: Wow, even lower than Dave. Yeah, I gave it a seven. Yeah. I, I, I gave it but I, and a half
1: Yeah, and I was I I, wanted, I it could be a seven, and I might check it out again, but I just was like, you know what? The It was so promising, and it just fell off for me. Well, based on your guy's review, I'm the one who really should be checking it out
2: again. To make <laughs> I sure do To make sure I saw what I really saw.
0: Some other people gave it some high ranks that, that I've heard recently. So I don't think you were the only one. I think a few other people had so interesting there you know i saw prevenge by the way i did watch that this past week
1: nice and what um, did you think
0: didn't like it quite as much as you but i give it an eight out of ten i think you gave it eight and a half i think you said
1: yeah 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 though that's still good that's great yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I, I i did enjoy it i think the only thing wrong with it was uh i had trouble understanding some of the characters and there were no subtitles so that that's on me yeah, you know, the, the, British. the one character especially. The one guy in the beginning, the the guy that took her, and I couldn't understand why he didn't know she was pregnant. He was like, oh, I love fat birds. Like, he just <laughs> thought she was fat. I thought that was kind of silly, but how whatever.
2: About, how about when it he com- says something about Olivia Newton-John and she's, and he says to her, you look more like Elton John? <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: fucking funny. You know I
2: laughed understand? out loud. I laughed out loud, but I heard it. She mentioned something about Olivia Newton-John. He says, you look more like Elton John. <laughs> Fucking funny. I also gave that an eight just to... Yeah.
0: It was good. I, I don't understand how she got away with everything. Like she when she went to that board meeting and killed that girl. Not that board was good. Meeting. that was a good kill though. You would totally get caught. Like you you couldn't get away with doing this stuff. So just because of some of the nonsensical stuff there, I couldn't rate it too too high. And I wasn't really a hundred percent on board with the plot, and that might have been on me until closer to the end. I didn't realize, and I'm still not 100% sure, if everybody she was killing were part of that climbing expedition. And it just kind of occurred to me towards the end when she saw that boxer girl where she looked like she was be someone that would be into into that climbing. So I'm like, is this something we're supposed to know as a viewer or we're supposed to figure out on our own, or, is it, or am I just concocting something? So just because I had a few question marks, like I said, I enjoyed it, but 8 out of 10 is not a bad grade. I just, you know. Wasn't over the moon, but I. Oh, know.
1: that's that's still great. You know, should be over the moon at and eight I, out
0: of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And and I saw Kong Skull Island, and I enjoyed it. And it's another movie I give an eight out of ten. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. I was also pretty impressed when I saw Jurassic World, and I haven't thought to watch that one again. So those movies, like me, pretty much seem to be a one and done. No matter how much I, I mean, if it was like a ten out of ten, yeah, I want to watch it again. But those kind of movies, I can I can appreciate them. And, um, like, a, Skull Island was fun and stuff like that. I just... Good movie. Uh, I can't say anything bad about it. It's just... I don't know. They're just, like, junk food for the brain. You know what I mean? I just... It's like, that's the way I feel about even the best action movie or the best superhero movie. I yeah. enjoy them. They're yeah. good to watch once. And it's just like, well, okay, yeah. good movie. Junk. You know what I mean? And it's not bad to say something's 8 out of 10. That, that's, that's damn good. I enjoyed Kong. I just... Don't know if I will w- want to watch it again. It was it came and went. Well, I
2: give some of these superhero movies nine out of tens, and I haven't watched them more than once. They're they're long films too.
0: That's true. Yeah, Kong was two hours. I mean, that that, that, that that Cannibal Holocaust thing was cool. Did you did you notice that? Did anybody else see that?
2: I didn't see Kong.
0: Okay. Well, there's and something that happens in Kong as soon as you'll see it, you'll know it's a nod the Cannibal Holocaust of oh, all okay. all things, <laughs> all oh. movies to be and to, you know what I mean. Come on, cannibal Holocaust—that's the last thing you'd think you'd see in a a Hollywood freaking blockbuster film. But there's an obvious nod to it, so yeah.
1: Well, then I'm blowing my last movie, so I don't have to wait another two weeks to talk about it. I'll be very quick. It was *Here Alone*. Oh, I didn't see
0: that yet. Want to see it? Yeah, you
1: got. And ultimately, opens with the title card *Here Alone*. We cut to a woman in camo- like camouflaging all mud. She's holding food in the trunk of a car, washes the mud off for the lake. We get start getting flashbacks. So you kind of see the lead up to what happened. Ultimately, it's an affected movie. We f- just when you feel like you've been these have been done to death, there's always some movie that comes along that I feel like does something right to just keep some energy alive in this sort of subgenre of infected zombie, whatever. Uh so this is an infected. Uh, I'm trying to do this really quickly. Lots of flashbacks, you know, leading up to this. She learns some survival techniques from her husband. She eventually comes across a a man and his daughter. Uh, there, he's ill but not infected. Stay at her camp until he gets better, and then the movie follows their progression and their lives uh, for the rest of the movie. It is more of a drama in the second half of the movie for sure. A what? But a drama. Sorry, drama, okay. drama. Uh, it, this leads to uh, drama, rama. This leads to uh, a, a tense ending, though, and a very unconventional payoff. Well acted, well presented. Uh, great, like, like I said, like she's great. The main, the main actress is great. I will just say that there's one tense scene at the 20 minute mark that you barely see anything. It's all about the sound design, and you're on the edge of your seat. Or I was anyway. Uh-huh. I give it an 8 out of 10. But I just wanted people to be aware this is not straight ahead horror. This is horror with heavy drama as well.
0: And there's heavy what? Cool.
1: Drama. I hate how you... It's either or. It's like tomato, tomato, you fucking freak. People I've say that, heard...
0: but I don't know anybody that says tomato.
1: I don't know <laughs> that anybody that says drama. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Drama? My daughter calls me all the time.
0: Uh, <laughs> so it's That's not fun. a Canadian thing. Okay. Yeah,
1: maybe
2: it is. Um, what's oh, it called? She call it, it, if she meets up with two other people, shouldn't it be called here with two other people?
1: Maybe you should watch the movie before you start fucking cracking wise. <laughs>
0: cracking <laughs> wise, I love I it. that. That's I hilarious. Cracking wise, cracking wise, Crack wise. Dig it. Well played. All right, all right. <laughs> well, I think that's it, it. it huh? That's <laughs> it. I
1: snuck my last one in too. You threw that's Kong true. Island in. I threw this one in.
0: Right. The way to you do guys
2: it. did 15 round robin reviews, and I did
1: two. Yeah. And the audience <laughs> takes us.
0: <laughs> Word. And you. All right. Well, what do we got? We got another movie to do. Damn it.
2: The Prowler, 1981, directed by Joseph Zito. That's Frank's brother. <laughs> yes,
4: it is. Yeah. <laughs>
2: An unknown killer clad in World War II U.S. Army fatigues. Stalks, a small New Jersey town bent on reliving a 35-year-old double murder by focusing on a group of college kids holding an annual spring dance. Here we go. Ziprala.
0: One-star review. Here we go. Verified purchase from PR guy. Low-budget bomb. Nothing of substance here. I can't believe how many minutes were wasted walking through houses, dorms, and backyards looking for a prowler. A total waste <laughs> of time. Horrendous acting. Embarrassing special effects. Wow. What? Fuck. This guy. Okay. Right. Some of the worst rock music I've ever heard. <laughs> and nothing to get scared about. I laughed through most of the film. The opening newsreel about guys getting dear John letters was the reason I gave it a single star. It went downhill from there. <laughs>
2: the I didn't like shit. that opening. I did it's classy. like the opening. It's it's yeah. opening.
0: Yeah, it was a yeah. classy opening. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta but,
1: admit, when I was a kid, I thought this movie was boring. I thought I didn't give it much of a chance. I thought there were some good kills, and I thought the movie was boring. And it, it it's grown on me over the years. Yeah, it huge.
2: Gets, it gets better and better yeah. as as you watch it more and more. As far as I'm concerned,
0: you know what? For the past like the last time I watched it was probably like I don't know, two or three years ago. And I've always owned it in one way, shape, or form. I've always I had the blue, I had the DVD, so I've always liked it. But the last time I watched it, it was the most grating on me. And what I've been saying, and I probably mentioned it on the show, that there's a 20-minute sequence where they're walking around the house going, Major Chatham?
1: Just like, yeah, Chatham? Just like the one server <laughs> you said. It's true.
0: It brings There the is a
2: lot of walking, down. but he, he kind of lost all credibility when he said shitty yeah. special effects.
1: Oh,
0: I, yeah. Idiot. After the no. first
1: 40 minutes. The first 40 <laughs> minutes are great. 35, 40 minutes. Then it takes that 20-minute chunk. Yeah. And, and, and and then it kind of bogs down. This is what I'm talking about, that second act. It bogs it down a little bit, but you get a couple kills to help break that up, and then you go into the, the an act, uh, the last act, which is pretty fast-paced.
3: When
1: well, yes. they go from the graveyard the is- to the house. And, yeah, okay. What's the thing? You get, great, you get some great kills.
0: Here's the thing. We do have great kills they are the highlight of the savini this is his show he's a fucking rock star for all these movies yeah and this movie from where i sit is his best work there's no as far as slashers are concerned i don't think there's even a question matter of fact this may be one of the best slashers ever as far as makeup effects period that's how and it, i look at this movie and my rating is not going to reflect what i'm about to say but i do look at this movie ultimately as a missed opportunity because this movie could have gone down because of the kills alone. If you could have taken those three sequences, there's three 10 minute sequences of walking around. There yeah. really is. If you could have replaced that with the camaraderie we get in a movie like The Burning or even fucking uh, Slumber Party Massacre, just so, some cracking wise going on. some you know, Just kids <laughs> doing their shit. There's none of that. The only investment we get in this movie is the fucking deputy and and this girl constantly those are the only two people we get to know we see her other friends in the dorm you know we see them for a few minutes fooling around with their guys but we don't get any dialogue we don't get to have any fun with these characters at all instead it's all serious and walking around where there should have been if you would have had characters in this movie from like sleepaway camp or yeah. fucking or the burning this movie could be a 10 out of 10 I
2: I agree with are. you. That's that's yeah. well said. A little a little bit of goofiness mixed in here would have been would have been good
0: instead of the walking around because the production failures yeah. are, are top notch in this. They game. are. This is like classy. It's like a step above. Like in the beginning with the dear John letter, and then you be, it becomes a period piece. Like if you're just flipping oh, channels yeah. and you come across that, you would think it was a a movie made about 1945. A yeah. regular period piece, not a slasher. Well, they you show know? you the
1: house. It's a very classy yeah. shot, well framed. You know, it's very. And, and Joseph Zito said that he didn't even know what the hell he was doing. They were given the freedom to kind of just experiment and do it. I, he did well. I just agree. It, it gets bogged down a little bit with all the walking around and in, in, in dark places. However, this time it clicked the one a lot faster because it's not a long movie. It's it, it's paced. It's just paced poorly, but the kills make it. That first pitchfork oh, kill kills. is oh. beautiful. The second pitchfork oh. kill is okay. The bayonet through the head is 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 classic. Awesome. Classic, and oh. uh, the pool the pool scene is great too. Okay. Like I mean, and then and then you get another exploding head, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. Too. It fades to black too quickly, but I think that's because you know why. Tell me why. You
0: know what happened. Only half of the fucking head blew off. they ended up being a little goof, so they had to cut away. That's I figured as much it just yeah. it was. It was a half-head explosion where it should have been a full. <laughs> straight up. Yeah, that's what should have happened.
1: But th- this was you probably know? my favorite watch of the movie because I've watched it, like I said, we were going to do it for TGAF 13 and Vince and I both agreed to go, this is just too slow, man. We're going to be just like, I said, but that's what we want. We want something that we could goof around with. He goes, but it's just not even right. funny. There's nothing, like there. it's played so straight, uh, but you know what? It's, it's definitely classy. There's something here. I I really I enjoyed it. I think the most out of this watch. Yeah,
2: and watch You mean you mean this was your favorite view of it, or yes? You mean your fit? Sorry, like, I, oh, I, I worded
1: did. it so horribly. there, no, but no, that's exactly I, what I, I meant. I, yeah. I wasn't
2: being a dick. I wasn't really trying to be a dick. There was actually no. I I, I I know. I,
1: for once, I caught that you're actually legit. Yeah,
2: yeah, there was there was actually like some nice moments in here. Even towards the end, you know, with Pam when Otto comes in, like that moment she has with Otto is really nice. <laughs> it
0: wasn't for too long though. <laughs> no,
2: I thought it was really nice because everybody probably suspected him because he's sort of like the he's like the special guy in town and Pat's yelling at him all you know, at the beginning of the film. What are you still yeah. doing out here? <laughs>
0: There was like three red herrings in this movie. That's something that I liked about it, though. The head of, yeah. I would have
2: liked there. to have found out what what um what ultimately the Prowler did with Major Chatham.
0: What he did with him? Yeah. I don't know. Major Chatham is full of questions. Full of questions. In the beginning, they say that every year he opposed this dance. But this year, did they say he couldn't talk? So he couldn't oppose it? Because
2: he, he, he had a stroke.
0: So why couldn't he just write it down? No? He,
2: he could, Maybe he lost the use of both his hands.
0: And wh- okay okay <laughs> and Fair why enough. Did they- now he's watching the girl remember he's watching the- oh she's hot too i love her what's her name give me a second uh lisa is that her name yeah lisa flashes him right remember yeah, that scene? She- yeah i love the, that chick anyway the pool girl yes the pool i love her lisa yeah. so anyway she flashes major chatham he's across the street yet how come later on they have to drive to get to that place if he was close enough that an old man can see a girl flashing out the window, why the hell did freaking Pam in, what's his name? What's his the, name? The deputy? Yeah. Have to drive over there. It should have been fucking That's uh, a J- Whoa, Joseph
1: wait. Zito special. It's the same reason yeah. why they have to walk 20 minutes to get to the swimming hole in Friday the 13th Part 4, yet they walk right out to it later on. That's
2: true. <laughs> That's a good point. And Major Chatham does have use of his arm because he grabs Pam
0: He sure as fuck does. He holds her there.
2: Yeah, he's got a good grip on her. Actually, In a really
0: weird scene.
2: (laughs) But he's trying to warn her. But the fact that he had a stroke is so frustrating because it's like, Pam, just fucking stay with him.
1: He's trying to tell you something. What's with the the couple that go down and instantly, you know, they're going to get killed. And yet they never do. They go down to fool around and make out and fuck. And then then the old guy's watching them. Yeah. I was like, that's a perfect opportunity for a couple more kills. And oh, they never do anything with it. I was like, what? Even after the red herring's gone, it was like, they were just saying, oh, he's the killer. That was the only reason that scene's there is because, oh my God, he was creepily watching them, and then he was gone. But then they didn't come back. They yeah. should have come back and killed those two. Yeah.
0: They killed the and woman he, instead.
1: They killed that. Yeah, um, the woman that went to find the girl in the story.
2: Yeah, Miss Allison. Another great
1: kill. They all the,
2: were. I mean, the, Yeah, bad. this movie has the most consistent best kills.
0: Oh, amazing. And every yeah. kill, this is what a slasher movie should be when it comes to the kills. They let it linger longer. Every single kill, yes. they let it linger longer is keep it going it, it's perfect all these yeah. kills instead of be, being a slip throat in a quick cutaway yeah you got to see them saw the fucking throat you got to see yeah. he stab the guy in the head you got to see blood coming down his head on top of his eyes and the penetration everything no, the, was first, the
2: first pitchfork kill it's like it's running it was, like a waterfall yeah. down her
0: back oh it's awesome
2: Amazing. Yeah, the pool goes amazing. And the fact that they leave the blood in the pool, so when Miss Alice comes, yeah.
1: Oh, See, when I was a kid and younger, the slasher film's like, okay, you had the Friday the 13th, Halloween's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm talking about the ones that were off of that. I always thought it was like, Happy Birthday to Me, Maniac, The Prowler. Like, those are the ones, that, I've, and My Bloody Valentine, those are the ones that used to freak me out because I guess the posters were up in the video stores and whatever. So if they weren't the fighting 13th or whatever, those were uh, kind of the golden four. You know, oh, and the burning. I I left the burning out of that. And a lot of these, funny enough, I all kind of enjoyed the first time I watched them. But they've grown on me over the years as being the best. And the Prowler is probably the one that I always appreciated the gore for. But only most recently have I really appreciated the rest of the movie uh the burning mm-hmm. the burning went i i started appreciating that way back when i saw the uncut maniac mm-hmm. was out of the gate as i said earlier uh happy birthday to me we already talked about and we said how great it is and whatever this movie there's some classiness going on here i just i just wish it got a little adrenaline shot in a couple of those scenes
0: yep for sure we do get an amazing final chase sequence in the middle of the film though i prefer the original that when Pam's in the house and you see the killer for the first time. Yes. Oh, great. Yeah, And where it comes down the stairs and she can't get out the doors and everything like that. Yeah. That's final chase worthy shit that goes on for 10 minutes and it's good. There's suspense. And okay, here you go. You don't like the soundtrack you were going to say, Brandon, because you've already said you like the first two. I wasn't
2: going to say I didn't like, I I was going to say it was the least memorable to me.
0: I think this may this is much like a Friday the 13th or Alien even in, in some of the the some of the way they, they played with the music. I thought it's really good. It's like a perfect, I don't want to say knockoff because that's insulting, but it's almost like a, a, a prototype of what you want a slasher to be if you're a fan of like the Friday the 13th movies and shit like that without actually being that. But they also kind of put a spin on it with, they had s- certain scenes where there was just, it reminded me of the Alien soundtrack as well but I, I think it's a very good soundtrack that it's just, if if you, you want a slasher movie, you just play this and not even watch it and you'll say, Hey, that's a good damn soundtrack. If yeah, it's I agree. right in like a puzzle piece. It, it's good shit, man. I, wrong. It, it,
2: it, it didn't, it didn't stay with me. So I can't remember.
0: doesn't have the authentic authenticity of like, it doesn't have the, the signature sound of like Rick Wakeman does with the burning. That's a very, that's exclusive to that film in maniac. I don't want to say it's exclusive to their film, but it's more memorable than this. This is more—I don't want to say stock, but it's—I don't know. It's just it doesn't stand out ordinarily. Yeah. But when but you're it's critiquing, good. like yeah. we're doing for, for you know for for the podcast, I noticed it this time more than ever. I was like, "That's a damn good soundtrack." Yeah. So, okay. Maybe next time I, you'll get into it, but there's a great... I wasn't
2: not into it. I just I right. mentioned that two of them stood out to me more. I can see that. What were you gonna what? say, Kristen? Oh,
1: I was just gonna say there was a great uh, getting ready sequence which I love for the killer where he straps on his boots yeah and oh yeah whatever yep. and he sticks the, the bayonet in, in the sheaf or whatever yep. it is and then yep. he's, he's ready to go and you know talk about like at least they tried they gave the killer we were t- talking about some of these other ones where there was no mask I was talking about the slumber yeah. party massacres or whatever here we go mask killer iconic in a sense of like they gave him his own look, just like My Bloody Valentine gave them their own look, and that's why that movie stands out. And Cropsey could have been a little bit more iconic with the hat and the silhouette and whatever like that, but they got rid of it. I just love the fact that they, they gave him a, a, a uniform and costume, or outfit. They
0: did give him that. I just, that mask is really nothing to brag about, though. There's really nothing to it. I wish... How does he breathe through that?
1: Well, his depth perception would be horrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. They just I like everything about it except the mask. it's just like a hood pulled up, right? It's just like a fucking scanty thing over your face. It look, yeah, it
2: looks like he's just wearing a
0: black mask sack on his head. Yeah, it's, it's like perfect. he put it's, it's like he put a hoodie on and then just pulled the string so it covers up your face like that. That's gonna
2: just, be like, the killer looks mask looks like. in our movie. Yeah. I'm uh, fine with hoodie. it. it was on the Ho- hoodie head.
4: and then uh, Hoodie hoodie Head 2
2: back to the hoodie (laughs) (laughs) and then Hoodie in Space
0: there we go we got a trilogy yes we do Deputy Mark that's his name okay I just looked at my notes and in there it was the POV fake out oh hold on okay let me say that first because I'll jump around the POV fake out was interesting and it got me thinking I wonder what the first slasher was, had to be a slasher, where it's a POV fake-out, where you see the POV, you think it's the killer, like you do in this movie with the boyfriend and the girl in the shower, and then it ends up being the boyfriend, not the killer. I wonder the first time they used the POV fake-out was, because it became a trope. We started seeing it all the time. That was
2: in uh,
0: 1924's... uh... (laughs) No, it had to be... Later on, it wasn't in the early days. It had to be after Black Christmas and, the, and Halloween. I was and
1: wondering stuff. if it was Black Christmas, though. i was just trying to think if they had faked you with uh, a POV of that.
0: If they have a POV fake out on Black Christmas, it's going up a half a point for me because It will be the <laughs> first. It will. I'll give the, I'll give. I'll give it more props. I, I really will because I think that's cool shit. Can you give a movie a ten and a half? I no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we no. We can give a. We can give it an eleven if Lauren is here. No ten and a half. Act
2: actors with their made-up rules.
0: Yo, check it out. Check it out though. Here's one complaint about how long did the killer stay there in that room? Remember, he goes and he kills the fucking the, the couple in the in the shower.
2: Yeah, and then, and then she goes to dance and comes back, and he's still there. And he's still in there.
0: Yes. What the hell was he doing?
2: <coughs> I, I have on. no idea. I have no I thought the same it's thing, and I thought, yep. I, I thought it was a misstep on the fact that Pam isn't suspicious that she's been
1: in the shower this whole time. Ah,
0: eh, the women like the shower. Eh, <laughs> yeah, a I don't know. a long agree. shower. Well, they're probably fucking. He probably figures that. Well,
1: oh, it's left on even until the end end.
2: Yeah, even it is totally. Not, it's not, I mean, it is literally the last scene when she finally like, all right, I'm gonna check because they've been showering for two days now. Yeah.
0: Isn't that funny that that happened? And then in Friday Part Four, also directed by Joe Zito, they had that ended up being thrown out, but they had a dream sequence with with uh, Mrs. With um, Jarvis. Jarvis. yeah, yeah, and it's so similar to the to the fake out thing we had at the end of this. Oh, she
1: had yeah. the 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 white out eyes too, like he did. Yeah, in the shower.
0: Yeah. Just occurred to me now That's that she just dies. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like so that.
2: Cool. Scene. I like that. It. it was a good scene. Effective.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
2: I love her hiding in the in the room with all the white sheets covering everything, and he comes mm-hmm. back in the other way.
0: Yeah, you cool. know why everything was covered? Because there was an antique house. Because freaking everything in that house, they didn't want anyone to go in that house because the actual house itself. Was full mm-hmm. of antiques. They didn't want anybody touching anything. So that one scene later, like the the, the the Friday Part Two scene with the freaking the pitchfork and the rat with Ginny under the freaking bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy?
1: Carbon copy, yeah. Hey, but it's, same year,
0: same year. no like, It's like, isn't that nuts? O- only then they, nobody peed. That's the only difference. But mm-hmm. but during that scene, I the did guy with the pitchfork <laughs> you yeah, in your own, own mouth. <laughs> he was trashing shit with his pitchfork and those were actually antiques like he had to pay for those things they had to pay for for doing that Like they they were all bugged out about freaking being in there and they only wanted to let one person in there and it was Major Chatham and I guess he was kind of like an established actor from the early days so they trusted him to go in there but they didn't want anyone else to go in there and I guess he went up there and when they were looking he pretended like he was stroking himself just to fuck with the fucking people Isn't that great, this old man? <laughs> yeah, I listened to all. The, I listened to the the um the what do you call it, the uh, the commentary for this and the burning. I didn't have the the blue like I said earlier for Maniac,
2: but you you did deep research here.
0: I did deep research for all of them. I, I watched them all three times. I freaking commentary features. I mean, I, I have them. Why not use them? If you're not going to use those special features for a podcast, when else are you going to use them? You know, we do what we can. What can I say? I don't know. Then that coffin, remember how they had to get that coffin to the empty grave when they went to Rosemary's grave? Yeah. That fucking coffin was the guy, Josito told the story. There was a girl on the set that got the coffin from a place in her neighborhood, which wasn't far from there. The place burned down. No, the place didn't burn down. The guy got arrested there, ran it because he was in, in into necrophilia. So his place got shut down. Oh. so he went to get this yeah so she for for whatever reason there were caskets there at this place still because he got arrested and she went and they got it and it turns out when they fucking brought it back that there was still somebody in the casket and there was fucking slime and shit on the bottom and all that stuff and they they, they had opened up they didn't that was tell semen <laughs> well
2: that's, was what that's, what was. Was, that's what I thought maybe it was that's what I was assuming the way you told that story <laughs> This is it's creeping me out. Cream pie.
1: Movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm making myself ill. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh,
2: sorry. I'm How about
0: that piece of shit employee? He's like, He reminds you of, uh, uh, of Eric Cartman. If Eric Cartman was to grow up in real life, he would be that hotel employee. That fat guy behind the counter. Yeah, I'll go get him. <laughs> yeah, adorable, and he puts the
1: it? phone down, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's
1: a great scene, though. Yeah. It, is a, it
0: is a great scene it's funny, it's funny that's where
1: the movie starts picking up again in my opinion yeah. and, then, and then that's it's it's just it's just like a 20 minute because I was like I'm going to be very critical of the second act at, at this time because I always felt it just died in the middle I'm like it's not that bad it's not that bad and I was like it's just this 20 minutes and, it, and there's enough I mean you know, you, you come down on movies for always just t- taking place in one area. At least they're trying to move it around and they're trying to solve something. I mean, and get in yeah. the next scene. I think that there's a reasoning behind it. Yeah, I agree. There could have been some trimming, but oh, they went to. But you got to re- remember, this movie only times.
2: runs like 84 minutes. So yeah. You, you start trimming, you get down to the point where it's a short film.
0: And they went to Chatham's place three times. I mean, how many times are they going to go to that same place looking around? It just. Again, oh,
2: yeah. I said at the beginning. They I think. Just I wish there had been, been more. I wish there had been a death or two at Chatham's house.
0: Yeah,
2: you know, I some of know. the kids, some of the kids could have gotten out and be like, "Let's go to Chatham's house." Right.
1: Something. You you know? Know. Yeah. Something else. I agree. Yeah. Again, I, I think sure. Jason Lloyd mentioned on our page that he, this was one of his favorites. I think he said that. I think. More, I, yeah. I could be wrong,
0: be. but I think he said it was one of his people favorites. People
2: that that well, think of I've the Prowler as one of their favorite slashers.
0: Oh, we have our poll, by the way. Well, I'll wait till we get to the end. Tell
2: you what, I was pleased with all three of these movies. I had a great time watching all of them. They're great. Same here.
0: That's why we picked them. Fucking Tom Savini. Straight rock guy. Yeah,
2: like, if anybody needs a blueprint for how special effects should be done, just watch these three movies back-to-back and copy that.
3: Yep.
0: Fuck CG. I mean, this is like, and Savini said it, and I listened to him. She said it many times. He always says it. He goes, these are magic tricks. And he goes, the directors didn't understand all the time. You just got to let me do my thing. You don't understand that we're doing magic here. This is the, it's like, I'm an illusionist. I have to find a way to make something look real that isn't. And yeah. he's really into his craft, you know, and shit. Awesome it's stuff. amazing. Yeah, it is. It's amazing the things they do. It's too bad that, you know, we don't see it as much as we used to. But what are you well,
1: gonna do you mean I'm going to rate first because I went last. Uh, I, 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 I hope this is, I like this movie quite a bit. I've enjoyed it more than any time before this. Can't even talk anymore. It's late. Seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have to think of my other ratings before I rate this. And, you know, I have to go with seven and a half as well. Because I do like mm. the burning a little bit more. I do think the effects in this film were better. But, but I enjoy the burning more.
0: All right, I I can't believe I'm coming in the highest. It's eight out of ten for me. Again, I was
1: almost going to do it. You're a half point higher. I I was thinking about it, but no. You know what? I think, I I think if I rated this movie five years ago, it may have been more of a six six and a half or something like that. And I think (laughs) it's just. Just seen it. I I only watched this one. The last time was when we were checking to see if we we're going to do it for the other show. And so it's been a couple of years. And now I'm glad and I really appreciate it watching it for the show. And seven and a half is great. And I think it could only go up.
2: I'll tell you what. It's going to be tough as we're getting closer to episode fifty, finalizing these lists with having a lot of seven and a halfs, a lot of eights, and a lot of eight and a halfs. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like which one goes where. I mean, we know the big ones, but it's going to be like I've given an eight and a you know like given eights to the burning, I've given eight and a half or eights to Happy Birthday to me and, and April Fool's Day. They might have been eight eight and a half, so I gotta double check, but they were all in that same vicinity. So it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough when the list comes. It'll be fun though. To, it definitely to, is to really just think about it and be like, all right, which one go, which one do I choose over the other?
0: It's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be great. I have one question before we wrap this up. Why the hell did the guy unmask? Was it because he was hot or something? Or just what do you guys think about that?
1: I think it was a Scooby Doo ending. I think they needed to show his identity and and it was just that's just Yeah, the they way. almost
2: made it yeah, they almost made it look like he like he couldn't breathe, but he'd yeah. been walking around right. for hours he, in yeah. that. <laughs> like right. so like why all of a sudden?
0: <laughs> and why now? Just because they're having a dance? Or did they not have the dance every year? No, they didn't have the They so didn't have the dance for thirty
2: five years.
0: So it's like it's like my buddy Valentine. He was but, the
2: one that was that she broke up with him thirty five years ago.
0: I know that I know. And who she was at was. the
2: dance. And she was at the dance with Roy. So the dance didn't happen. So thirty five years later, the dance happened. He decided he's going to start killing.
0: Poor Rosemary.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. So we have these three movies. We put the vote out there on the page. Here are the results. We asked the listeners. We got a lot of hits here too. What are the top? These are the top three recovering. What are your favorites? We have over 150 votes, and the Burning came in first, 75 votes. Wow. Followed by Maniac with 52 and the Prowler with 26. So, Burning, Maniac, Prowler. That's that's the listeners. It's weird.
2: yeah, I could see it too, and I could. That's almost the order in which I want to rewatch these. You know yeah. what I
0: mean? Burning Maniac Prowler? I don't yeah. even know. I've watched them so many times this week. What do you guys think were the were the was the best effects? Prowler?
2: Prowler by far, yeah. Prowler, then maniac, then the burning.
1: And I think yeah. other than that slit neck and maniac, I still think I think Maniac is a better the best effects than the Prowler than the Burning. Wow. I maniac. Give the Maniac the
2: highest.
0: Wow, I think nice. I
2: think the burning had the weakest effects of all.
1: Yeah. I think there's some good effects there, but yes, there there's there. such <laughs> crappy editing and and whatnot that it's almost like they tried to hide Savini's effects by cutting away so quickly. Yeah. There's some good stuff to be had in all three.
0: There's the one thing that bothers me in the burning, just one. And it's when Woodstock's freaking fingers get cut off. It's a foam hand and you can tell it's a foam hand.
2: But you can tell there's like aluminum foil around the shears. Every time they show that shot, they're
0: like, Oh, when the blood drips,
2: and they look so fake. The shears. I never
0: thought about that. I see. I, that never even occurred to me. See what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Interesting. So these movies. What else? Um, what do they have in common? Um, <laughs> there's two Zeros, Frank and Joe. <laughs> there's uh, <laughs> two of the three movies have hookers in them. There's yep. hookers in the beginning of uh, Maniac and *The Burning*.
2: <laughs> One of the three has an auto.
0: An auto. Yeah, Otto was in The Prowler. Otto? It's his Otto. name? Otto. Yeah, he shoots uh, he shoots the sheriff. Oh, the guy. Jeez. Oh, by the way, if they ever remade this movie, don't tell me Sid Haig could totally play that part that that one guy was playing. Didn't he remind you of Sid Haig? The freaking, the one dude? Not Otto. The other guy that was getting mad at him and throw, throw him out of the place? Oh, yeah. and that was Pat from the <laughs> beginning. Whatever his name was, he totally the, the guy who me was today. at the dance
2: and 35 years earlier. Yeah, he was abusive type before Otto.
0: The guy with the beard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The yeah, shop he, owner. Right. Yep. Yeah. And two movies with graveyards in it. There was a graveyard in the main in Maniac and a graveyard in the Prowler. These are the notes I took. <laughs> Such similarities. Yes, amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Practically the same movie. Indeed. Okay. All right. So that is that. We got one more thing to take care of quickly, and then we get the hell out of here.
1: Now, wait, so, I want to just interject really. Is it going to be quickly? Because I'm, I'm oh, starting to fade. Quick. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure.
0: Yeah, it's
2: really I was going to say we don't even have to do it if you oh, no. don't want to. But I literally have one, well, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight little points written down. I want to read them. Talk to you guys for like literally five ten minutes. Tops. Yeah,
1: let's do it.
0: Okay, and I have a note from somebody here that emailed me about it, I said I, I mentioned it on the show about okay, The Devil's cool. Candy. So, But it, it won't be long. So, All
2: right, so why go. don't you lead us in then?
0: So The Devil's Candy, everybody's been talking about it. We reviewed it last show. Uh, Brandon and I hit some disagreements, even though we loved the film, I believe pretty much equally. But
2: Yeah. We were just, right? <laughs> you came in nine and a half, and me and Christian came in at nine. So we were right there on the cusp of a Hall of Famer. That's why I wanted to – revisit it and and kind of come right back to it because there were a few things i was i just had to make sense of and i'll start okay. out by saying you were right yes Deep he did fire he <laughs> did hear he did say them not him so my whole thought with god yeah. out the window them meaning the children The children yeah yeah okay i have come to the conclusion after multiple watches now that there definitely was some sort of evil presence at the house.
0: There you go. All right.
2: Ray and Jesse hearing the same voices still needs explanation.
0: Why? It makes sense that they'd be the same voices as in the same house. No,
2: because if the devil is talking to both of them, then why does Jesse have a gift for painting the future, and why does his his gift help him defeat evil in the end? Is it because the children are also talking to him? Yes. So he's hearing the devil and the children talking to him, and Ray's only hearing the devil?
0: Correct, because uh, Ray wouldn't have any guilt because he's the one killing the children. I stand. Mm.
2: Okay, so Ray was chosen when he was young, and Jesse was chosen as an adult.
0: Now, well, nobody's I, I, chosen. They happen to be in that house. That's all.
2: No, the but, but there were three of them in the house, and when Ray was little, there were also three of them in the house because it was his parents and him. Well, so, yeah, but so so, I, so I'm trying to make sense of things, and it makes sense for the devil to to choose them because Ray is clearly, and I'm still going with that he's schizophrenic. He he is a schizophrenic man. He might believe he sees the devil. There might actually be evil there but the whole scene at the end with him not seeing anything proves that that there's no physical devil there might then, be there doesn't evil. have to be
0: a physical devil it doesn't have yeah. to be he's seeing it but like, like i said last show it's the devil he can make you see anything he wants but
2: i think the devil reached out to him because he's weaker of mind and uh reached out to jesse because of the greed in his heart because he wanted to be rich successful artist And I thought to myself, well, if they reached out to Ray when he was a kid, why not Zoe? But I made peace with it because Zoe is such a strong character. She's got such a strong sense of right and wrong and integrity at such a young age. Zoe, the daughter. Right, right. Yeah. You know, he he talks about the painting not being finished yet. And the children are talking to him as well as the devil, like we said. Why does the devil's voice start? When he tries to destroy the painting the first time. He almost destroys it the first time and then doesn't. And he starts hearing the devil's voice. It's almost like the devil's voice almost should have made him destroy the painting because it was the children telling him it's not finished yet.
0: Yeah, but he was going to make money off of it when it was finished. So the devil wants him to make money because that's the fix into the whole greed thing.
2: Is it that, or is it maybe that the painting is is showing, you know, children being sacrificed, and it's sort of like a message to him, like, we want you to do our bidding? Maybe. Check it out. Check it out. I'm not even arguing. I'm kind of— No, no.
0: It's funny you should say that, because I I have messages here from Kenneth from Kill the Cast, because we were talking about it, and it's funny you should say that exact thing, because that's what he says here. I also think that if he sold the painting of the kids to Belial, he was sealing the fate, and by destroying it, that was foreshadowing that Jesse would be the one to prevail in the end, despite bullet wounds, fire, or anything else. He was, he, seal,
2: he was sealing what? I'm sorry, can you
0: just repeat that? I also think that if he sold the painting of the kids to Belial, he was sealing the fate. And by That's... destroying it, that was foreshadowing that Jesse would be the one to prevail in the end.
2: Oh, he was sealing the kids' fate. Because yeah. he was selling them to Belial, Belial obviously meaning the devil, and they're doomed, their souls are doomed forever, right. versus ultimately how it ends.
0: So, Kenneth, Kenneth weighed in and he also said this
2: I like I'm that. Listening
0: right now, shout out to Kenneth. I yeah, like I think that Jesse was constantly fighting inside, and God was showing him the suffering of the other kids and what would happen to his. The inverted cross was the first watch your ass moment.
2: Okay. okay. Okay, so so it kind of makes some good points there. So, so it could be, it could be everything kind of speaking to him evil, good, the dead children. But mm-hmm. the whole idea that they hear the same voice just still bothers me. I just can't wrap my head around it. I mean, I love Jesse's vision of the goat and and well, hold up,
0: let me interrupt. If it would have been different voices it would have foreshadowed the end and you would have known it was someone different talking to him. So us as the viewer, we should see it as the same voice so we can all think it's all evil all the time. So that's just for the viewer. So,
2: But I think I made that point in the last show where it's almost like the fact that they're hearing the same voice doesn't even matter to them because it could just be we're hearing the same voice, but what they're hearing might be different.
0: Maybe, but I'm not even thinking. No, I'm just saying that it would have tipped their hat. It would have... if we, it would have tipped I the mean, viewer's hat. That's what I'm saying. They don't want to do that. They want us to get swerved at the end. So if you hear a voice for fucking for uh tracksuit guy, and then you hear a voice for fucking Jesse, then you'd be like, Well, these are two different entities. But if you're always hearing then you're like, Oh, okay, well, evil speaking to both of them. So, so you're they saying they could they know.
2: could have been hearing two different things even though it was the same sound played for both. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I don't think you were saying that last week. I like. No, this. I was
0: about I didn't think about it. That
2: way. Okay. No, no, I like this, and I like um, uh, after the second attack of Zoe, when they're reunited and stuff. That's when Jesse's finally able to destroy the painting, because I was wondering why he wasn't able to and why he was able to at one point, and he's finally able to because he's let go of this this greed and desire to to be a successful artist, and he's finally put family. First, he knows what's important and he's not going to let her down again. Christian, yeah.
0: what do you say?
1: I honestly, I don't have much more to add to add to it. I just wanted, I know Brady needed to get some things out that he thought he missed when we wrapped last time. And well, I was then you rewatched. A lot about, yeah. I
2: was talking a lot about God and, you know, we were talking about the children and we're talking about the devil and there's so much. And I love the film so much. That, you know, I am betw- I gave it a 9 last time, and I'm between that. It's only, it's never going to go below a 9 because I love it that much. Even if I can't make sense of a few things, I still think it's that good of a movie. And one of my buddies actually, he, he's a little critical of the movie. He likes horror movies. You know, I, I watch a lot of these movies with him. But, um, you know, he said, well, maybe the fact that you don't know this is just lazy writing. And I said, no. I said, I can't buy that. I'll play devil's advocate and bring it up but I can't buy that it's lazy writing given the talent level of of this you know writer director and I, I just I don't buy it there's uh, there's enough substance there that that there has to be answers but right the, the voice is being the same and it was just the only thing that was really bothering me but we're making I'm here you're reading these things you're saying certain things and I'm 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 making peace with with the multiple explanations it could be Versus, yeah, see, doesn't make needs, sense at all. I don't need, I don't IMDb need.
0: It. <laughs> yeah, can do it here.
2: Yeah, you're right. This would have been a perfect time for an IMDb board, but uh, Old
0: question. <laughs> but
2: yeah, that's that's all I got. I, I mean, I, I love the cool. film. I, I it's really. Great.
0: You're rating the same.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep my rating the same for now. All right. Just to keep people in suspense and see where it ends <laughs> up at the year's end show. That's our cliffhanger. Yeah. It's big it, one. It is teetering on the Hall of Fame at this point. It's a half a point off. Yep. And I, like I just said, it's not going down for me. So I'm right waiting on. for that. I'm waiting for that Region 1 release. To Pretty much like again.
1: every woman he's been with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I come back from the dead. For one last joke, that's not a joke. That's a fact.
0: (laughs) And I was about to ask you, are you going down for it though? But he had a much better joke and beat me to it. So good thing. Good thing. See, I knew, I knew gold was coming out of Christian's mouth. That was a little bit. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) how'd you get that swallow sound? (laughs) (laughs) You've done this before. (laughs) It's been a long night, a long show. Thank you, everybody, for listening once again. Um, next show is going to be the another uh, kind of big one. It's the 2000 show. Finally, we're going to have the 2007 The Year in Horror sp- special with Watson. Mr. Watson's going to join us. Doctor what? So, Dr. Doc- what?
4: Dr.
0: What? Dr. Who? <laughs> uh, we're not 100% sure what we're covering yet. I think we agreed, but I'm not sure, so I'm not going to say it. But we're gonna recover It's gonna be like our '81 show. We're gonna cover two movies from that year. We're gonna do a list of our top fives and whatever. Talk a little shit about that year and what a great year it was. Cause it was a great year. And I'm not gonna blow my load now. But looking at some <laughs> of the stuff we were the other day, I'm like, wow. So anyway, that's next show, guys. Uh, thank you again. Join the Facebook group. You know where we are. Polls um, galore. Facebook Live. Weigh in. We got all kinds of good shit going on there. Oh, uh, follow us. You had holes me polls galore. galore. Yeah. Holes <laughs> <laughs> and holes. Well, thank you. I was just going to say that. Uh, we're on Twitter, Exploding Heads Pod at EH Horror Podcast. Exploding Heads Horror Podcast on Instagram. Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast on Horror Amino. Yes. Promote us. Next time, when this show drops, do us a favor. Please share it on Facebook to your friends. That's all. And five more written reviews, and we have a giveaway. So that's all the pimping yeah, yeah, we got. Yeah. Right? Okay. Long show. I hope you guys appreciate it. We're doing the best to put on good shows. So having fun. That's what matters. So, all right. You guys got anything else before we uh, get the hell out? Goodbye. Goodbye.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: goodbye. Goodbye.